guys, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast. I am Tim Geddes. I'm here with Colin Moriarty. Hello. Greg Miller. Hi. I'm getting the dog to drink water so Colin doesn't kill him. That's why I have two waters. One's for me and one's for Pertillo. He won't, he won't drink water. Mm-hmm. It, Pertillo has no survival instincts. No. It's like, he is the living embodiment of Darwinism, of survival of the fittest. <laughs> so like, he doesn't know to drink water. He'll mm-hmm. come to bed... All night long. It's like you, you're thirsty. And then if he doesn't drink or eat, because you, you got to praise him to eat. Mm-hmm. If he does neither, he has a seizure. It's like, <laughs> ah! So different than us. Yeah, thank Team God fat. he's here with us. Team fat, Team fat for life. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first episode of this show. Now, if you're familiar with us for any reasons as video game dudes or as us from the Game Over Grady show, this is combining those two worlds. Right. Mm. Which is pretty exciting. So yes. you're getting the same thing you know from the Game Over Grady show, topic by topic, Monday through Thursday. Full episode on Friday. You can get it on iTunes, SoundCloud, all those places for free. A week later, if you want it early, you can go to patreon.com slash games. That whole rigmarole. Mm. You should know it well by now. Did I introduced the word rigmarole to your life, right? And I loved it. Okay, just make it It is a great word. It's a great word. It's just funny how it's now a thing. Every Um, podcast. Every video. mm -hmm. It's Mm. it's a really, really, really good thing. If you just want to buy the newest episode, you can go to Bandcamp. Kind of funny game. No, kind of funny. Bandcamp.com. We're still working on this a little bit. It's, it's, t- well, it's I, I mean, we should point out, Tim. Yeah. You're hosting. Oh, I'm hosting. It's finally yeah, happening. Hashtag let Tim host mm-hmm. is happening here. Mm-hmm. There it Thank is. you for your support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You made this happen. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. This is going to be a weekly thing, just like the Game of a Grady show. Right. But every week we talk about all the video game stuff, all yeah. the things, mm-hmm. news that's happening, mm-hmm. whatever we want to talk about. Right. Liberating. This is the bi- this is the big topic picture. Mm-hmm. This is the big picture podcast. Colin mm-hmm. and I, of course, are over on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Yes. Doing a daily talk show about comics, games, movies, everything. The biggest stories. Here's where we can come in and get nitty gritty with like giant topics yeah. and wrestle like around super with super nerd out roll around, and take our yeah. shirts off. Oh yeah. Down. Oh damn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think there's a, a better group of gentlemen that I would like to do the show with. Well, thank you. Oh, thank is, you very much. This is going to be good. And the plan for the show is that it's going to be us. Yeah. Every once in a while, we'll have Nick come on. Yeah. Oh, there'll be, every once in a while, there'll be a rot- an ever rotating fourth chair. No. Whoever we want can bring yeah. him to come on. It's, and we got we got some cool guests planned. Of course. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. Here's what I want to call out already, and I'm sure the comments on YouTube and of course over on Patreon are exploding. I love your NPR voice. Mm. This is my NPR. Voice? You're very. It's very. You're very. I think maybe probably because you hear it, you're very. You're oh. more subdued. You're you sound very intelligent. This is weird. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I, just just the headphones. I'm not used to this. At yeah, all. yeah, this is usually yeah. Nick's job. Mm. Nick's, now I understand why he's so weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I don't think we can chalk it all up to the audience. Ten yeah, percent yeah, yeah, of it yeah. comes yeah. from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, gentlemen, today I want to talk to you about 2014. Mm-hmm. It's now 2015. Mm-hmm. We don't have jobs anymore. Right. This is now our job. That's a eye-opening thing for me. But 2014 brought us a lot of good games. Mm. Oh yeah. What's our game of the year for 2014? Greg South Park. Ooh. South Park is game of the year, and I've choice. gone, I've gone around, I've had a rigmarole about mm. what game I would pick as game of the year. No, I don't think you're using that word right there. No, <laughs> you can't just put it at it wherever you want. Well, just roll into the ring. Yesterday <laughs> I went to my sandwich shop and rigmarole, rigmarole. Uh, Here I am. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. No, South Park is the one that stands out for me. It's the one that I, it was the first game I played that year where I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm enjoying every moment. Mm. Uh, Brian Altano and I always tell the story of us texting back and forth all weekend. Like, did you get to this part? What did you do here? How did and like? I hadn't had that experience with other games that year, and granted, it was an early game, and then the rest of the year still. Like, there's great games that mm-hmm. I want to give shout-outs to. A lot of shout-outs coming my way. Oh, yeah. But my pick for Game of the Year is South Park. Okay. Colin? Uh, my pick would be Shovel Knight, and I'm wearing my, my Shovel Knight shirt go. right Don't now. Uh, it's funny because all the great... I don't want to say all of them. Because I play... Oh, you, you, you hit the light? Yeah, it's all right. 
we're getting we're working all the kinks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of the, my favorite games of the year all came out really in the, towards the first half of the year, and nothing. And, and that would be South Park's one of those games, Child yeah. of Light, and uh, and Shovel Knight. But in terms of pure gameplay, gameplay is king, as I always say. I made up that term. Mm-hmm. If you hear that term anywhere else, it's because you, I made you, it up. you coined it. Yeah, yeah. I, co- I coined Bro Shooter, yeah. and I coined Bro Shooter. Yeah, you're oh, gonna take credit. For yeah, I'm bro definitely shooter. taking. I'm definitely taking credit for Bro Shooter, and I'm taking credit certainly, real real credit, not fake credit. Like I was yeah. taking credit for Bro Shooter. I'm gonna take real credit for for whatever the hell that is I just said. But uh, I, Shovel Knight is gameplay. Gameplay is king, and, and, and it, it harkens back to these NES days, these pure gameplay days where there was limited tools for the developers to use, limited art assets, hex graphics, uh, parallax scrolling, all this weird stuff that like you really need uh, to have a great... To get eight-bit, Yeah, 8-bit side-scroller. Yeah. Or it could be a 16-bit yeah. side-scroller, or a 30-bit, whatever. But, side-scroller is all you need. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This game just plays like a dream. It's, it's, a, it's part Capcom's DuckTales, it's part Zelda 2, it's part... Mario 3, it's part Mega Man 2, it's part Ninja Gaiden, it's part Castlevania. There's a lot of great... And those, and, and the, you know, the weird thing about that is that it's not those aren't just throwaway games. Mm-hmm. Those are all fantastic games. Right. If you were to make a list of the top 20 NES games, every one of those games would be on that list. Mm-hmm. You know? All three Ninja Gaidens, all six Mega Mans, all three Castlevanias. Sure. You know, Zelda 2, DuckTales. They're all, so they didn't just be like, we're going to borrow a little bit from Metal Storm, we're going to borrow a little bit from... Well, they did borrow from Faxanadu a little bit, but but n- not just these these regular games. So it was a really special game, and I think people were really surprised by it. Sure. And uh, it's it's not my my only complaint is it's not very hard. It's not a very hard game, hmm. and and I want the games to be harder. But but I do agree with you. Uh, South Park, fantastic. Right, you went into a lot of depth on why you liked it. Right, I yeah. think for South Park it was sorry. Fact I, that, no, it's great. I, well, we're is, figuring it this out. This is how the game over. Oh, no, yeah. What shows this? Kind of the, funny kind games, of games cast pass. works. Yeah, this table. We all talk about whatever we want. No, the, that's the thing for. I mean, for South Park and why it stood out to me is that super funny. I, I mean, it's so hard to make a funny video game, right? Because like, comedy is all about timing. Exactly. Damn, like that. I like that. And, and so, a pregnant pause. Yeah, 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 people stop. They look at their yeah. MP3 player. I love pregnant YouTubes. Um, <laughs> all about timing. So to put that into a game world is difficult, to say the least. But, like, South Park did it by, first off, like, having the game looks like the show. And that's right? what's crazy. I remember a long time ago playing Simpsons Wrestling on the PS1. And yeah. being like, this looks just like the show. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. was I stupid? Yeah. No, it didn't. It was horrible. But looking at South Park... Like, I showed my brother, and he actually thought it was South Park. Right. Like, until you see the, like, you know, the Yeah, when, once the HUD pops up, yeah. yeah. But, like, when Besides you're actually that. playing it and then jumping into it, and the the fact that it's it was like, I think Ryan McCaffrey always says that it's like the next season. It's mm-hmm. like this entire season-long story, and it is, and I love that. And I always think it gets a bad rap from people of, like, oh, sure, but I don't like South Park. And it's like, well, or I'm not up-to-date on South Park. I'm like, I hadn't watched South Park in years yeah. and jumped into this game and had so much fun. And it wasn't about, like callbacks as much as it was about right now and them having a yeah. commentary on video games on role playing all these different things and then for me the, the turnoff for me with RPGs a lot of time is how complicated they get and how mm-hmm. much stuff is happening people knock the combat system of South Park I liked it no, I it, liked it too sure it was simple but I, it wasn't simple where I'm like just button mashing and not paying attention it was Cosmo Quest simple yeah. where there's a sense of timing and what I'm doing and that matters yeah, like, it's I similar to it. uh, the, the Mario RPG games right. and, and that's awesome like they're fun. It's a little more actiony than the whole like just grindy stuff. But, like I yeah. liked it. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. Going back to Shovel Knight real quick. How do you think that compares to the NES games? Like, would you put that in the same caliber as them? Though? No, I mean, yeah, I would, and I, and I wouldn't. I mean, I think that those games are products of their time. So like, when I judge a game like Mario Three or something, it's it's so impressive today. I still think Mario Three is a ten actually. Um, yeah. You know, that was made in nineteen eighty seven and eighty eight, released in eighty eight, obviously in Japan, ninety here and. 
that game is a product of the limitations of that time. If you, I, I'm, in other words, my assumption is that if Shovel Knight was put on an NES cartridge, it wouldn't work because it, it, there's certainly things it's doing that it shouldn't be doing. But um, you know, nonetheless, like I think that it's 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 more apt to compare it to Mega Man Nine and Mega Man Ten or um, Blood Rain Betrayal or like one of mm-hmm. these like really old school side scrollers that are made today. Mm-hmm. And I think that. It's just a fantastic game. It understands what it is, and I think that that's that's really cool. It's it's new and unique, and you can see a lot of different games. And especially for people that grew up with NES, like we did, like it's it's it is one of those special games. But I know for a fact on Twitter and, and you know on, on IGN, people have mentioned to us. Uh, you know, I'm 16. I'm 18. I play this game. They have no they have no frame of reference really, mm-hmm. and it's still a great game to them too. And that's how I know when I hear things like that that this this game's really special. Um, in terms of South Park, if it wasn't for Shadow of the Light, I think South Park would certainly be my game of the year because I agree with I agree with you. I haven't watched South Park regularly uh, since 2000, maybe. Yeah, 2001. So, uh, and I've seen maybe a handful of episodes at all since then. And they're and amazing, I, always. It's, yeah. it, and it is a great show. And I never had a problem with it. It's like I, I I authentically don't like The Simpsons, for instance. Like I actually don't like that show. And like, sorry, so I'm Kevin's gonna Kevin. be upset. But like, uh, South Park was just one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'm just you know, I'm not into it anymore. It's it's fine. It's funny. They're very funny characters. It's great yeah. writing. And it's fine. It's fine. This South Park. And uh, it's not your thing. It, it made me laugh out loud. It made me like laugh from my stomach. Like I can't. I don't think a game's ever made me laugh more than a couple times ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this game was funny to engage my girlfriend in the sense where she was watching and she was doing her Cartman impression and stuff like that that I didn't even know she could do, which is like hilarious. <laughs> um, and it was just it was a well told story, and I think the combat's actually really good too. I think the one problem with the game was the way it ran, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. It, that. You know, it's easy to over. It's like what we talk about with Bethesda games. It's easy to overlook some of the technical flaws of a game when they're so good. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was the thing with South Park was they had hiccups for a few people. Some people had like save corruption, I think, and and like free frozen game stuff. I never had any problems nah, with that. It, for mine, it would be like there'd be a like a frame yeah. stop and then it would yeah, speed up yeah. and catch up to where I was. But, but I, it was but, always like entering a new area and walking. It wasn't like I blew the game. But I loved it. And I'll tell you guys this: two things about this game. One is that. I hope that they do another one. And I think Obsidian's capable of doing another one. I think that money was made on this game. I think it it surprised a lot of people. It certainly charted on MPD. Mm -hmm. Extra costs were involved with developing for such a long time. Obviously, it was in in, um, a series in limbo. Yeah, in development hell, literally, for a while when THQ went down. But But even um, on top of that, I mean, I love them to make another one. I would love them to port the current one to Vita and just do it all over again. The problem with... That could I, think, be, I don't think it run it. I know. Doing a sequel, though, the problem with, right, is the fact that it was Matt and Trey that, like... I mean, they... The reason it's so funny is that they were so hands-on with it. And I remember yeah. doing the Comic-Con panel with them where they're making jokes about never wanting to do it again. But there's a lot of... There, it was ringing true, too, because, you know, they, they're used to writing their script and getting it out, and you already, everybody knows how crazy their process yeah. is to make an episode of South Park. A game was even worse, right? Yeah. And doing this, all these voices, this, that, and the other. I don't think you'll ever get them to do it again. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I, I think that their involvement was essential, obviously, yeah. just like it is mm-hmm. for the show's longevity. I think the other interesting thing that, that we have to consider is that this game was supposed to come out at a certain time. Obviously, THQ went down, but even when it was reacquired by another publisher, it was supposed to come out earlier. This is a great example of a game needing more time and getting more time and, and it working out. Right. We often talk about that when we did Podcast Beyond on uh, with The Last of Us, which is a great example. Like, they swear... Naughty Dog swears up and down, left and right, that that game was six, like the six weeks that they got to polish that game was the difference between it being good and being great. And um, they got even more time over at Obsidian, and Obsidian's doing a lot of other stuff right now, Um, so I'm I'm sure that they were stressed out with that, Mm -hmm. but they did a really nice job. That that was my biggest surprise of the year was that game. Um, I just didn't expect to like it like that, you know? And uh, up and down, left and right, I wanted that game to be three times longer. I wanted it to be, you know, bulkier and bigger, but... 
it was perfect kind of the way it was. Yeah, exactly. It, just... I, it left me wanting more, right? I didn't burn out. Mm-hmm. I don't look back at it. And I think, like, you know how so many games end with such a bullshit boss fat battle. I yeah. don't look back. That's not my memory. My memory is playing through and my dad's balls swinging above me as he was having sex with me. <laughs> I'm, like, right and fighting the underwear gnomes and doing all these things. And Mr. Yeah. Hanky, it's like... There were so many things to that game where I, in the beginning you start, you're like, oh, I can't wait to see Mr. Hanky. And I'd forgotten all about him until uh-huh. you run into him. It's like, oh, right. God. My child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. There's so many chances for that game to have failed so miserably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. Commercially and critically. And it didn't, yeah, exactly. it didn't, and didn't either way. That was the really surprising thing. I guess I, I underestimated South Park's pull still. Mm-hmm. Much like I underestimated Simpsons pull still. Sure. It's like, why is this show still on? Well, people are watching. Millions of people still watch it. Right. Yeah. Same thing with South Park. So it's right, like. Right, right. Um, I agree. I mean, critically, certainly, it was a big surprise for me. Because it reminded me a lot of the way people felt about Wolfenstein, which was, mm. I think people were unimpressed in preview coverage or just didn't really know what the game was. Yeah. And that happened to Wolfenstein, too. Yeah. And then they ended up actually being way better than people thought. So it's actually kind of pleasant. Mm. That, that usually doesn't happen like that. Usually right. you get a pretty good idea of if the game's going to be worth your time or not pretty early. Well, the thing about South Park, remember, is that they hid it for so long. Nobody saw that game for so long. And yeah. then finally we all got to, not all of us, but, you know, I went with a bunch of other games journals and got to play it at Ubisoft. And I was like, wait, this seems awesome. Yeah. They always played it from the start, and it's like, w- I wasn't expecting this. And then, I remember you know, when you guys first came back from that, yeah. from that event, and you were like, no, guys, it's good. And yeah. everyone was like, Nobody believed really? it, right? Yeah. No way. And that was the same thing with Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Damon and I kept going to PAX Yeah, we went to PAX and, and Yeah, and you, yeah. you'd play it again and again, and you're like, this seems like it's fun. Is that right? Is that okay? Can, <laughs> Are we am allowed, I, like am I allowed to be excited <laughs> for this? I remember asking people. Yeah. yeah, that game was really surprising. Yeah, well, you guys are wrong, because the game of the year is obviously Super Smash Brothers. That's a great choice. Like, we all knew that I was going to say that, but my God. Yeah. It's so good. It's right. so, whether it's on the 3DS or Wii U. Now, granted, the Wii U is way better. Yeah. Way better. But I 3DS, love... Uh, 3DS is it's gentrified. Because if you're an original 3DS owner like myself, you can't play it. Yeah. yeah. So it's play. too no, small. You can't see what's happening. But when I went and played it on the 3DS XL, I was like, all right, this yeah, is awesome. Like, this yeah. is better. Yeah. It's still not perfect. But just the fact that I get to play Smash whenever I want. And yeah. like originally when they first announced that the 3DS one was coming out before the Wii U, I was like, oh, okay, Nintendo, you're just throwing it in like... You're giving up on the Wii U, and this is yeah, the yeah. sign of that, whatever. And now I'm like, nah, they just wanted to give the demo for people to, like, tell them you need the better version of this, right? And, like, I feel like, did that work to sell Wii U's? I don't know. Probably I mean, not, I think it was the reverse, right? I think if you would have put out the Wii U version, nobody would have cared as much about the 3DS version. Well, exactly. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, they, they don't, I mean, they need people to care about it because they need people to buy it. Sure, but, sure, like, sure, sure, sure. The 3DS is a success. Right. The Wii U is not. So they, they'd want to, like, you know, try to get people to get the Wii U one first. But the the 3DS one, I'm happy at the end of the day that it came out first because yeah. that gave me a month and a half of like practice. A, a, no, just like a different experience, really. Uh, like, okay. there's so much different stuff with that game, like single player mode specifically, that I loved. And then, did you like the whole stupid run through the area and beat hated it? it. Smash yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, garbage, thank you. total garbage. But like, there was a lot of other other stuff in it that I did like. And but the Wii U one brings back the event mode and um, like all the stuff that I loved about the sure. other, other games and. Man, just the multiplayer. Like, we have right. so much fun playing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can watch it right here on YouTube.com slash kind of funny game. Yeah, it is an unrivaled party game, and that series really always has been. Because, I mean, even on N64, just by the nature of N64's four ports and stuff, it was the same reason why GoldenEye worked and stuff like that. Like, you could involve more people and get people involved in, in, in you know, two-player matches, whatever you wanted to do. Um, but it just was an engaging kind of game even when that came out. And it, and it, and it always was that on GameCube and then on Wii and then on mm-hmm. Wii U. I think with this particular Smash Brothers um, release, it's fun. I love it. It's impeccable. Nintendo's production values are impeccable. The yeah. fact that their game works is yeah. impeccable. They don't need to patch their stuff. Like it's typically, the, you know, yeah. they 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 go above and beyond. Like what beyond. what beyond what 
what they need to do or what no that's not true they go up, they, yeah, yeah they no they go they go way above and beyond what yeah. other publishers do in terms of quality mm-hmm. and that shows in their games in their first party yeah games. that's why they stand out that's why you always cite them is their games are released and work yeah, yeah and, and, and a it's a giant failure of they have they have QA and they and they well everyone has QA but their QA works and, <laughs> and and it's but I will say that the game no jump will ever be as significant to me in that series as the jump from N64 to GameCube oh, sure, and I yeah. and I don't think that. I don't think the game has legs for me. Like wow, I think that really? I think that it'll be fun to always play with other people. Yeah. But as a gamer myself, as a single player gamer, oh, okay. I'm never going to sit there and play it. That's why I kind of sure. like Subspace Emissary on on Melee, which was or on uh, Brawl. on Brawl yeah, because yeah, yeah. at least it gave me something to kind of do. Uh-huh. As a, as and you know you're always collecting trophies and there's always like kind of a single player component, but. I felt like that was cohesive and it was fun and you wanted to see the kind of the next stupid cutscene about yeah, how these right. characters the cutscenes made it worth it. Like, that mode was really bad, really, when you think about it. But, like, it was still fun and it, it was worth it just to get the cutscenes. And But Melee had the adventure mode, which was that minus the cutscenes. Right. But the gameplay was better than the adventure mode. Yeah. And then they just gave up in this one. There just isn't a single player. Yeah, and that's I think that's a problem because I, I think that, you know, there's a few things that are clear with this game. It's It's... It's going to be a huge hit for Nintendo and stuff like that, but it's not going to push an astronomical amount of Wii U. So this is going to be uh, a game that is out there for a limited number of people, and they're going to therefore have you know either their friends over or they can play online, and it does work online. We've played it online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what a Frank. But essentially and ultimately, I think that like they've hurt themselves by not implementing more of a single player mode into this into this the series, and I and I wonder. If they're going to, I, I feel like they could they, they could do so much more. The Wii U is so much more. I mean, it's funny because it's not nearly as powerful as PS4 and Xbox One, but so much more capable of receiving DLC and receiving patches and being able to be built upon that. This becomes more of a platform as opposed to Brawl, which was released as and I really love Brawl as as you know a kind of a standalone product that it, it was what it was and it was always going to be. Yeah. I think that it's the same way when we talk about Gran Turismo and those kinds of things. Like yeah. where in the future these are going to become platforms, and Smash, Super Smash Brothers ultimately, maybe on their next console mm-hmm. or the next handheld, or you know, hopefully sure. a fusion of the two, is just Super Smash Brothers, and it's just a thing that they build for years. Right. Two things. Number one, rotate your headphones to get your cord off your microphone. You're still you're doing a great job of hosting. Yeah. Number two, I think that see, I, it's crazy for you to not crazy. I shouldn't say it's. I didn't expect you to say it doesn't have legs. Because for me, Super Smash Brothers is the first Wii U game I've bought where I'm like, I want to turn this on regularly to play with other people. Yeah. Now, I, d- I don't think they'll add a single player mode to they it. Won't. And I do think that this is Nintendo playing to what their console is. Their console is a machine that gets turned on at irregular intervals to be played for whatever the big thing is, right? So the fact that you already have a machine that is... It's just a toy. Like, this is what you do. You don't play it every day. You play it when you want to play the Zelda. new Mario or the Mario, Zelda or whatever, right. blah, blah, blah. This is the same thing. You only turn it on to play this game when you want to play with other people, whether it be online, whether it be for everybody. And that was yeah. a weird thing when people were, when it was coming out and people were like, this is going to sell units and stuff. And I was like, yeah, is it? Like, I feel like it's, this is a game that I love and I love Smash. And when I, when I finally got a Wii U, it was definitely for Mario Kart and it was for Smash. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like that's how most gamers were. I didn't know many gamers who were still holding on, being like, I'm going to buy it when Smash comes out. You well, already bought it saying, I'm going to get it when Smash comes out. See, the thing there is, I have, I, there's five friends I have that yeah. are friends that aren't like hardcore gamers, bought Wii U's for Smash. Yeah. Like, that is something that happened in the last month. And a lo- granted, a lot of it was Christmas presents and stuff like sure. that, but that's that what counts. they wanted. They yeah, were like, yeah, yeah. I, like, girlfriends were buying it for their boyfriends and all this stuff, and it's just like, they wanted a Wii U to be able to play Smash with their friends and online and all that stuff. And yeah. Like, I foresee that happening for years. You know what I mean? Like, just, we were playing Brawl up until two months ago. Yeah. You know, we're going to play this But you one. guys are crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's not yeah, like normal people. Brawl's a different beast. I still think that, like, Brawl, 
I like Brawl a lot. I think I like Brawl more than a lot of people like it. Uh-huh. But it's it was on a proliferated machine later in its life cycle that you know was just out there more. I think. I think. I think people were surprised. I, I was more surprised that Mario Kart didn't sell more units, and when it didn't, not not set software, but hardware. Like it wasn't pushing. It it, it bumped hardware, but it wasn't like this yeah, yeah, plateau yeah, yeah. and then skyrocket from there. So that was that was a harbinger for Smash Brothers because that was the last game that was really gonna be able to do that. Not even Zelda's gonna do it. Everyone forgets that. We always we've often cited the numbers with Zelda, which is really the last big game that's coming out unless they do a 3D Mario, which I'm sure they're gonna you know obviously release yeah. and they they announce or whatever. But like Zelda Skyward Sword sold fewer units than Uncharted Three. Mm. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and that was on a system that was there was almost a hundred million of them at the time. Yeah, there was a great install base. So like, Wii, Wii U is what it is, and Smash Brothers is its is its its paramount game right now. Mm-hmm. I think Zelda's probably going to be that for a lot of people. That game looks awesome, um, but I think it's a good choice for game of the year. I was just surprised by how it resonated with me and how I'll always play it. Just like I always play Brawl or Melee with people. Yeah. I haven't played the M sixty four one in years, mm-hmm. probably since high school, but. Um, and I don't know how it would stand up, but nothing's gonna ever be that jump from N sixty four to GameCube, and therefore I'm never gonna be that impressed with it because I think the the major the major problem with it too is its roster of, of characters because it's just I wanted more. There's a lot of the same characters, a lot of Fire Emblem characters, a lot of like it's just that like awesome. Yeah, but it's just like it's they're like, not like getting you excited. Maybe you, you me. nerd, you like yeah, shirt like, like shelf. That's all Shirtless you like. He's not Fire Emblem. Yeah, Zeno, Zeno Zeno oh, I'm sorry. Some other fucking franchise no one's heard of. All right. <laughs> well, Fire Emblem's a big. Fr- I have no problem with Fire Emblem characters being in it, but it's like these guys. I don't even know the difference between these guys, like uh-huh. aesthetically or by skill set. There was a couple choices on the roster that just make no sense, like Lucina and Marth being literally the same. And um, Doctor Mario coming back. It's like, what? Why would you even yeah. waste that? Therefore, spot? no, and, and and no ice climbers, which is a big yeah, problem for me. I because I, I really do love the ice climbers. But even like, I, it's just so funny. There, there are characters that they can work into this this series, like in, you know, third party characters even. Simon Belmont. Yeah, Simon Belmont's a great choice. Mega Man getting in there was awesome. But I've always said that Doctor Wily as a Pokemon trainer like character would have been awesome. And like, I was hoping someone would steal that idea. It was, they they're much smarter people than me at, at Nintendo that maybe have come up with that independently and like just it's so brilliant. He stands in the background, and uses robots. Just a lot of different characters they can they can draw from from their history mm-hmm. um, to make it a more interesting roster. That said, this was a, a good example and a good reminder to us because we liked PlayStation All Stars yeah. about why this game works and and All Stars didn't because I think All Stars was a very mechanically sound game made by gaming yeah that fighting game pros and I think that that in some ways that that game was a more true and more deep a deeper fighting game. Um, Smash, yeah, in in its own way. We've talked about this many, in some ways. We've talked it's, about this, we've oh, talked man, about this many times. Like, what's one way? Uh, well, I think that the meter building is really interesting because it's really all about. It's not about chip damage. It's really about meter building, in which you can unleash these things that might not hit, and so you have to build it to level three where you can use it to scatter everyone. We talked about this many times before. I don't uh-huh. want to bore people with it. They probably heard it before, but Smash Brothers is a is a is a unique game that All Stars probably should have just totally aped as opposed That's to the thing. as That's opposed my to biggest problem all. with All Stars is it didn't. Copy yeah. Smash. It tried. It copied to ninety percent. Yeah. You go that final ten, and that's why it doesn't feel as great. Yeah. Yeah, but it definitely had. I mean, that game definitely had chops that I think were on that people didn't expect, and then I think surprised some people, and that some people just don't see or refuse to acknowledge that they're mm-hmm. there. That said, I haven't played that game in a long time either. I don't yeah. care about that game anymore. But again, the roster of All Stars and the roster of Smash is a good example why Smash just works because man, these characters are timeless. I mean, it, right. it doesn't. It, it doesn't. There's nothing like that. No one, no one else can do a game like this, mm-hmm. and that's what makes it uniquely Nintendo. That's what makes me excited about it. Um, but at the same time, like I wonder in a year if I'm gonna care anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's a long tail. You're you brought up uh, in passing, you guys Mario Kart. 
Mario Kart came out this year, and what I what oh, yeah. I, what's still mind boggling to me is that if you would have talked to me a year ago, 365, I would have told you I cannot wait for Mario Kart, and I'm sure I'll play Smash. Yeah. And Mario Kart came, and I had one great weekend with it, and I, then I was like, eh. like you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. something about this Mario Kart, and I kept saying this makes me feel like I've finally gotten old, but I'm finally an old man and uh-huh. a kid. But there's something about I, the one genre of games I'm good at, and I feel like I can always hold my own as a kart racer. Mm-hmm. And the problem with Mario Kart is I feel like I get fucked over left and right, and like where you're going and everything's fine, you're neck and neck with somebody, then I'm hit, and then once you fall back to fifth or sixth, it's over. Yeah. You aren't getting you're just you're, getting hit a million yeah, times. You, you just, can't, yeah. You're not getting items to get you in front of anybody, and you're getting hit all the time by red shells and crap. And so like it's like <clears throat> whereas Smash, and this goes back to what you're talking about, I think about the how. PlayStation All-Stars might have been a, a more pure fighter and maybe one of the reasons that more people backed off. Smash is still anybody's game. Even mm. when we play, all we play, yep. right? Final Destination, no items. It's still anybody's matchup. You yeah. get a chance to do stuff, right? Yeah, especially when playing eight-player Smash. Exactly. But like Mario Kart, I felt like there was there gets to be those points where like you do not have a chance. There's mm. no way this is turning around. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's a, my own shortcomings of skills or whatever. Yeah. But that's what... what happened and that's what i couldn't believe i was so ready for mario kart and so ready to just you know dlc yeah give me everything the dlc is awesome by the way yeah but like i can't even motivate myself to get it Uh you know what i mean like i can't even get motivated to download it and do it maybe we'll do let's plays here if people want all kind of funny games but like it's just like outside like you know like we can finish right now and then blow off work and go play smash and that's fine yeah like i'm never gonna be like let's play mario kart yeah let's get into mario kart right now what's what's interesting to me is uh with smash and mario kart i feel like the wii u you know, not too many people have it. But the people that do have it, I feel like a lot of them love it a lot. If you're, if you're into it. Like, me specifically, I love my Wii U. And um, I feel like Mario Kart and Smash are just the HD versions. Like, the, the perfect versions of these games we always wanted. But for some reason, that might feel like it's not enough. And I feel like Mario Kart's an example of that. Where it's like, this is, ex- this is Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. But why do I care? Yeah. See, the, what's interesting is I think Smash is on. It's, it's on my short list of things I've jotted down for what I wanted game of the year wise, right? And where it would be from. Definitely the most fun I had multiplayer for sure. Mm-hmm. But like I feel I when people when you bring it up, and people scoff. It's just more Smash Brothers. Like, well, yeah, but Smash is awesome, and like yeah. we're talking about the best game this year. I know that. Yeah, sure. It looks like the last three iterations in this yeah. way and that way. But there's something to that, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it works. And also all the new characters. Like I, I'm finding myself playing with. Majority new characters. Oh, that's really? awesome, and I love it. Link, blue tunic. That's all I play. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah like Bowser Jr. Love Shulk. Love Charizard. He's old, but he has some new moves. Like love. It's great. Like, yeah. I think it's it's really cool. And the most important thing to me is the fact that this has people that have never even played a Smash game loving it. Kevin doesn't play Smash. Loves this game. Any chance he gets to play it with us, he's like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Alexis in love with it. Like she never the- played before. Yeah. Never I mean, isn't Smash. that them just falling in love with Smash Brothers? Period. As a franchise. I mean, like, because yeah. like I remember when I remember when N sixty four came out and we got that and we were like, what the? Yeah. Man? I mean, we went crazy for Smash. Yeah, it just that just shows how good the game is, though. Sure. They're, like sure. these people that don't necessarily play every game are like, I want to play this and will love it just as much as I do when we're playing. Yeah. I think it's really cool. But there was a lot of other games that came out this year. Shout out, we haven't given, mm-hmm. Mario Golf. Mm. Come on. Mario Golf, I put 85 hours into Mario Golf, had a standing tea time at work, for spinning the online tournaments, did everything, I mean like. It didn't do it for me. That game was awesome. Yeah, yeah but I didn't I, play it. It's not indie, you don't care. No, <laughs> no it's, it's, the, it's the hardware that it's on. Yeah. 3DS just, I don't know. I, I just don't want to play games on it. Like, I, it's just, it, like, it, the game has to be, like, really, really special for me sure. to want to play it on the 3DS. It's just not a good piece of hardware to me. And I think, it, for me, it was the, I mean, just first off, that I love Mario Golf. And I know you love Mario Golf, too. I do. I'm a huge fan of Mario Golf. Just the fact that, all of a sudden, we had a crew that was mm-hmm. ready to play Mario Golf, too. And the fact that it's what Nintendo does best, right? 
local multiplayer, right? Yeah. Like every morning coming into work and me and Mitch sitting down and playing and then Jose would join. Somebody else would pick it up and you know what I mean? All these different things or like doing the tournaments, putting them online as private and just playing with best friends out there who yeah. want to go ahead and use the friend code and be part of that. Mm-hmm. That was awesome, let alone how, how solid the mechanics are. The mechanics are still Mario Golf, right? Again, yeah, they are. But it's back just, to another Mario game that's just what you expect. It right? seems like a waste to me to not put it on. You know, I was frustrated enough that there was nothing on Wii. I mean, we, you know, I loved, loved, loved Mario Golf on N64 and GameCube, especially GameCube. I love the GameCube one a lot. And, Tour? Yeah, and, and, and uh, I think those are great games. I think that's a game made for a TV. And the Wii U needs that game. You know, mm-hmm. like, I think that, like, especially when we see the way Mario Kart and Smash look. To me, I downloaded it, I was really disappointed with it, because I was just like, I just don't, and it's not the game, so I'm sure the game's fine. Yeah. It's just like, I just, uh, I just don't. The, and maybe it's just because I have the original 3DS too, which is like, I just don't want to play on this. I yeah, just don't, dude, especially, especially. You need, especially, a, you need an XL. Yeah, but we also Especially need next $150 to the... we have in our pocket. You yeah, know what I mean? No, like, that was my whole yeah, thing. It's... Is like, I, I'm... I'm ve- like, this is an iPad 2, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm very much, like... It isn't broken, right? Like, I, I upgraded my phone when the 5 stopped doing things it's supposed to do. It's like, alright, fine. But, like, the 3DS does everything it should do. So the game should look good. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're crazy. Yeah, see, I guess I'm just so different. I need... I want the newest iPad. I want the newest phone. I definitely want the newest 3DS. See, the 3DS, though, this is my thing, and this is my thing with Nintendo, right? Or Nintendo products, is that I buy those knowing these are only going to get select use. Yeah. yeah. Like, right now, if they launched a new Wii U with a thinner tablet with better battery and a t- multi-touch screen like it should have had from the get-go, yeah. I'd still have to be like, no. Yeah. I only play this three times a year, really, with uh, the exception of Smash every so often. But, I mean, like, my PlayStation 4, right, is on every day, whether it's playing games or me watching something on Netflix or buying something off Amazon or doing mm-hmm. whatever, right? There's something there motivating me to use it. Same thing with the, the Xbox One. If they're like, hey, new Xbox One, slimmer design, blah, blah, I'm like, well, no, I don't use mine that much, and when I do, it works fine, so why yeah. would I care? You know what yeah, I mean? I agree. That's my thing. I can't wrap my head around buying, a, putting on another 150, is that even right? 180, I think, maybe, for an for, XL? Uh, XL? I think it's, yeah, 180. Yeah, and I just, I mean, like, I just yeah, don't I just even want it, because it. it's just like, what am I going to well, I want it bad. Nintendo, I, I, I want it. Send no, it to me. I, I mean, I don't, just because it's like, I don't want things that I'm going to use just a few times. Like, you know, I have my 3DS when a game a few years, uh, for a few times a year comes out that I want to play, like Gunvolt or, mm-hmm. um, you know, Zelda or whatever, then I'm going to play it. But it's just one of those things where I'm, like, I'm fine with this little device. It, it, it hinders me from playing Smash. It hinders me from playing maybe Mario Golf, whatever. But at the same time, we've made the comparison many times before that I can't, like, I, I can't, like, I just, you put the thing next to the Vita, and it's like, give me a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm so sorry. Hard, like, yeah, I, yeah. like I, I've said it so many times, I know it irritates some people, and I'm sorry about that, but it's just like, one device is like a real electronic device, yeah. and one is just One's a, a toy. toy. And I don't, you and know? people, when I say that, people think I'm taking a shot at Nintendo. The Wii U and the 3DS are toys, and that's not a bad thing. Mm. I love playing with toys. I love playing with those systems, but I don't look at them as basically a computer that's plugged into my TV doing amazing things. Like I do with my PS4 or Xbox One, so you know how they're pretty much interchangeable. Yeah. See, the way you changed that for me, though, like seeing Mario Kart and like just how beautiful it looks, and Mario 3D World, I think, was the first game that made me go, oh, shit. Like, yeah. this looks so good. Right, and I'm, but I'm, and I'm not taking away from their technical prowess. I'm saying the experiences on them are akin to taking toys out of a toy box and putting them on the... I'm putting my RPC yeah, cars yeah, down yeah. and racing them against my friends and then putting them away and being done with it. Yeah. Whereas the PlayStation slash Xbox, depending on your sway, right, is uh-huh. it's movies, it's TV, it's music, it's this narrative game, it's this toy box game, it's yeah. this, you know what I mean? Like, it's hand over fist different experiences, whereas Nintendo devices are Nintendo games, which I feel are... Oh, cool! I've, I, what's this? What's the story of Mario? You're not playing that. You're playing it because it's fun to do this, that, and the other. Yeah. Now, Mario, of course, is probably the one where it's like, that's a game. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take away from it and what it does, but like, 
The other ones are toy box games. I'm playing with toys. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like an insult, but I'm meaning toy in the best way. Mm-hmm. I played with toys Everyone throughout high toys. school. Yeah. yeah, you sure did. We, yeah. We, um, yeah, I mean, before we move on, I just want to give a, you know, a couple shout-outs. Oh, we're giving a lot of shout-outs here. Yeah, shout-outs, uh, yeah. Both Dang and Rampa games, I think, are excellent. Um, I, I think that that series surprised a lot of people. I think that, that those game, the sales of those games certainly surprised a lot of people. Um, the third one is coming out uh, this year. And uh, it, although it's not a core Dang and Rampa game, I think they will make a third real Dang and Rampa game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to give a shout to those. Give a shout to Freedom Wars. I think that was a you know really really fun game. That, that another that great occupied. multiplayer game. Yeah, it again, was. and that was mainly local. That was mm-hmm. the one that the best thing about Freedom Wars was playing it with Christine at the same time. We went to Missouri, and so what we would do because we we're on vacation is wake up, go to a nice breakfast or lunch or whatever, then go to a coffee shop and spend three hours at the coffee shop playing Freedom, Freedom Wars, Wars local on ad hoc. And Bunch it was of nerds, great, total nerds. <laughs> we did it on the plane when I went to PlayStation Experience. I had that little meetup, right? Like. It's, I love those kind of games. Freedom Wars definitely scratched the itch I, I have had on the Vita for the longest time of, I want a world to get invested in, not have a story I have to really keep up with, and level. Just mm-hmm. go level things up and get more powerful and take on bigger enemies. And, you know, it, it, it took, it's the Monster Hunter vibe, right? But in a contemporary setting, if not a little bit far-flung future, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that you're fighting giant monsters that are made of in the city and all this stuff, where it's like Monster Hunter again. Getting too, getting too high fantasy for me with your goddamn dragons. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think that the final game that I would want to mention. Well, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of good games that I played this year that I, that I really enjoyed, but um, Valiant Hearts. I yes, think is, you're uh, stealing my list, but yes, uh, Valiant Hearts is a special game, and I'm um, surprised people didn't like it more. But World War One is an interesting thing to, mm-hmm. to cover from a narrative st- standpoint because it's such a brutal and bloody war and really a pointless war. Right. Um, and it was a war that was really the transition between an- not antiquity, but kind of more of a Victorian kind of um, feel to war to a more industrial type war. And so yeah. it really took a lot of lives in very violent ways, such as gassing and stuff like that. So it was just, it, it explored all those interesting things. And as a history guy, as an historian, I guess, technically, according to my diploma, um, you know, te- technically. technically. No yeah. big um, deal. You just went uh, to college. Yeah, I was just like, I'm not a practicing historian or whatever, but it's just like, I like, you know, World War II is overwrought, Vietnam is overwrought. Korea, sure. th- we could use more games about Korea, but... Um, no one touches World War One because it's how do you do it? Yeah, and and these guys figured out a way to do it. So because it's just trench warfare, the, right. the line never moves. There's a lot of conflict in the beginning, and then just a bunch of stagnation for years, and then they basically end. Well, that was the, it, so, I mean, that was what was so great about Valiant Hearts is getting out, introducing all these characters, separating them on different sides of the you know the conflict or whatever, and making you care about all of them, and having that great narration. You know, what I mean, like it was funny, like. I remember when the E3 trailer dropped, right, getting teared up watching it, and then not even the first time putting it all together that it was the dog talking, you know what I mean? And then at the end when I did, really getting choked up. And then to play that game and have that moment, like, that stretched out the entire game, where I uh-huh. cared, I was on the edge of my seat about what's going to happen to these people. And you're doing, like, cutesy, goofy puzzles, but you're doing it through, like, all right, there's this gas that's released that's killing everybody. How do you get through it? And neither is, you know, there's all these bombs in the way, like, you got to get through. And all, all along the way... Picking things up and like right immediately wanting to jump out and see what the little history lesson was on it. Like I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. Let alone how good the story was. Let alone how touching the times. Yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah. games. Beautiful yeah. too. Yeah. Such, such Another nice one I want game. them to bring to Vita just so I have an excuse to replay it. <laughs> guys, what do you guys think? Let us know in the comments or wherever the hell you are watching or listening to this content. Just scream. Yeah, at your, yeah if you're yeah. listening to it on Bandcamp, then just scream out where. Yeah, you're just on. scream at us. Now I don't um, even want to end it. 
What? I know you're trying to end it. You're trying to segue out of this argument. No, this is, oh, the topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah not oh. the show. The show oh, is yeah, 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 one yeah. topic. I want to oh, say you got more. And again, these are just now we're I'm, we're just giving shout outs here. I'm not saying game the games that came out in 2014. Destiny. Yes, Titan that's Park. what I wanted right, to throw out is Destiny. <laughs> that again, for all of its problems, and I think so much fun to play. Another mm-hmm. game that I've had so much fun playing. It's the perfect game for streaming when I get to stream that and have somebody in the group and do all these different things. And it's 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 basically my why I love Freedom Wars on the PS4, right? I don't have to think about the story. I'm leveling up. I'm making progress. Mm-hmm. It's like DC Universe Online in the same way, right? I'm doing all... Except I love everything about DC Universe Online. <laughs> but, you know, you're going through doing all these different things, building something. I also want to say Child of Light is overrated. You're crazy. Damn. We'll leave that for another day. You're out of your mind. I'm rolling that one out there. <laughs> you're Did out of your mind. Did Zeros come out this year? Yeah. Yeah. I liked that. Definitely not game of the year. But, but your shout-outs material. Favorite two hours of the year? Yeah, maybe. Your favorite two hours favorite of the two year? Hour, I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much. Yeah? Like, I knew I was going to enjoy it, but I didn't think I was going to enjoy it that much. My, here's my problem with Ground Zeroes, is that and uh, it's something I, I when we when we talk about quitting IGN and when we're going to have all this free time, we're going to stream all the time. I've kicked around the idea of trying to become the world's best Metal Gear Solid player again. Because I feel like in college, with Metal Gear Solid 2, I was. Uh-huh. I had everything, and I walked Poe through on the phone and stuff. The problem I had with Ground Zeroes was, and this is after you know Peace Walker being my favorite game of last generation, is that I, I felt so... I wasn't empowered. I wasn't Snake. I was b- a bumbling idiot, I felt like, in so many things. Because there was so much going on. Uh-huh. That I was getting... Like, somebody across the thing is seeing me, and I'm like, Mother... What uh-huh. was I supposed to do? You know what I mean? And then when I get to the story, which is one of those things where I felt like I got shot a million times and I'm just like trying to get to the exit, like I'm all bloody. <laughs> when I get out and I go back into the missions, some of those missions, yeah, I just get dropped down and it's like, I don't, I don't want to go. Games have gotten so good, and maybe it's hand-holding, at making you feel powerful from the get-go. You're totally on point, And it's not easy, but like not to the point where some of those missions, I, I don't want to fail 50 times to on the 51st time be like, oh, this is how I do the first part without getting found out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I want to yeah. get through the mission perfectly after a few, tri- not a few tries, maybe a dozen, but feel like I'm making that progress. Whereas yeah. with Metal Gear, it would just be like, the AI is so good, there's uh-huh. so many things happening, there's so many different people in sight lines that I'd start it and like, spend like five minutes, like, all right, like, I've tagged everybody, <laughs> now where to, oh, god damn it, this guy got yeah. me. See, for me, there were so many moments that I was like, oh man, it'd be really cool if I could do this. And I'm like, oh wait, I can. Yeah. And that was crazy. It was like, I'm going to climb on there and then jump off this. And GTA had a very similar thing last year uh, where it's just like, holy crap, literally anything you want to do in this game, you can, you see can. It, you can do it. Yeah. And uh, in, in Ground Zeroes, it was fun for me. Like, I just can't wait for Phantom Pain because I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. like a whole game of that is going to be awesome. And see, that's what I'm saying is like, I think that if I put in the work, and I sit down, and I to go through Ground Zeroes and stream it probably and do all these different things. Uh-huh. By the time Phantom Pain comes, I won't be dropped in and feel like, well, what am I doing? Like, I'll know you know, AI right. a bit more and know where to yeah. go with this. How to you're do not it. wearing a chicken hat. I'm not wearing a chicken hat. Yeah, you know about the chicken hat? Yeah, I know about the chicken yeah. hat. Right, I won't. I'm going to wear a chicken hat. You're going to wear a chicken hat? Okay. No, okay. not at all. Anyways, we've talked about 24, 2014. Now, 2015. Yeah. What games are you guys looking forward to the most? <sighs> Uh, my most anticipated game is Mighty Number no. Nine, I think, and and you know, Inafune is a master. Keiji Inafune is a master game designer. Mm-hmm. Um, Mega Man obviously was his brainchild, and um, that's my obsession, of course, in games. But the classic Mega Man stuff, uh, of course. Uh, but he is responsible for other games too that I don't think people give him credit for. Animusha, Dead Rising. I love Animusha. Um, and he has he has just incredible chops. So it's like Mighty Number no. Nine. And I played it. Is 
a continuation of Mega Man that's different. I think people are going to be surprised by how different it is. You were you were surprised, and I was surprised by it too. But it's because it, it's it's got a different rhythm to it. It's got a it's got a different it's got a different rhythm to it. It's got a different beat to it. Like Mega Man is about people people like watching me play Mega Man, the old ones because I'm really good at them. But I like playing Mega Man Nine and Ten, and again, I can kind of recollect those more because um, at least right now because. I, since the first time since I was a kid, you have to brute force your way through those games and then figure it out and then go about your business so that it becomes muscle memory just like Mega Man 3 is for right. me today. And I remember people watch me play Mega Man and they're like, well, why aren't you being a little more finesse with Mega Man 9 and 10? I'm like, that's not how you play the game. Like, I'm going to figure out how to do this and then I'm going to get better and better and better until I can do it with my eyes closed and then I beat Mega Man 10 in like 24 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was like, you know, th- that's the way you get there. With Mega Man or with Mighty Number no. 9, the game's about points and about kind of like skill and finesse and that was what surprised me about it it's about how quickly you can kill enemies and like how much you can chain them together and stuff so it's Mega Man in the sense that the numbers the mighty numbers are robot masters and they all have like different stages and their weaknesses can be used on you know okay that's great but they're not Mega Man games Mm -hmm. and that's why I'm most excited about it I actually got more excited about when I played for it because I was like Leave the classic stuff to any creates in Capcom. They're going to make another Mega Man game. I'm sure they're going to make another one at some point. Mega Man 11 or mm-hmm. X9 or whatever. And they'll do great. Any creates did a great job with 9 and 10. And I'm really hoping that that happens soon. This is an evolution in, with Inafune having enough time to think about something else to do with Mega Man and use that cachet that he built with Mega Man to make a new game. And so I think, um, I think Mighty Number no. 9 is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm really, really excited about it, especially on Vita. I think it's going to be right. Yeah, wait, what systems is it coming out? It's on everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Kickstarter, yo. Oh, man. It's gonna be on everything. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it'll be on 3DS and Wii U. Maybe those are the only ones I think it won't be on. I, it's on PC. I think Xbox 360, N1, PS3, and PS4 Vita. So you'll be able to play it almost anywhere. Uh, but I'm, I'm, um, oh man, I'm so excited about that game. And I, I think we're gonna see if he still has it. And I, I think he does. Soul Sacrifice is another example. Like he, he has these different ideas that meld different things he's, he's done. Soul Sacrifice in a way with its, its bloody kind of. You know, aesthetic and 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 kind of narrative is kind of a tie-in, not literally, but kind of you can kind of see where he got there from Animusha. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's like it's it's I, I like looking at things like that, and I think that you know he's brilliant and he's totally counterculture in Japan, which is funny as hell to me too. So, um, so that would be my my most anticipated game. Hmm. I thought long and hard on this, and I go back and forth between one game and two games, one game, two game. Is it A or B? One or two? So I was going backwards. Is it Z or the letter that comes before Z? Nobody knows. I'm going to say Batman Arkham Knight. I think mm. Y is the letter that comes before Z. Uh, I Damn. Have to check I just sing the song. <laughs> I sing the song to get there. It's unproven. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I'm a huge DC comic book nerd. Uh, I loved all the other Batman games. And the fact that it's rock steady. It's a next-gen... Own- like, this is the thing yeah. we kept talking about this year specifically, right? With PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. When we were waiting for that pendulum to swing, right? Of, like, when is it really going to be... When are we giving up on last-gen? Exactly. And, forward. like, a lot of people looked at uh, uh, Shadow of Mordor as mm-hmm. being the first, like, true, this is a next-gen game. But there was a Titanfall, last-gen version say. of it. But even that, like, that... Like, it's one of those things. All the games that come out right away... Even when, like now, I think at least I'd like to believe when we're playing them as adults, like we can still see that this is still early. Your first swing, mm-hmm. this is your first, you know, at bat kind of thing, right? Infamous Second Son, great game, really dug it, right? But are there parts of it that I was looking back, especially where it's like that didn't really feel like this huge step forward? Like it looked beautiful. The, the other two Infamous games are better than Infamous Second Son, exactly, right? And so. Mm-hmm. 
Arkham Knight being that first thing of this is what it is. We've been doing this forever. We're rock steady, right? We know what we're doing with this franchise and gameplay mechanics. Yeah. That has me excited. Like, the Batmobile stuff actually turns me off a little bit to it, right? Because he's using guns a lot and, you know, breaking things in the city. It's like, whatever. I can wrap my head around it. He's got to do what he's got to do. But in general, just... Kevin Conroy being back, the, they keep talking about it being the finale of all this, which means it's got to have some tie into what happened with the Joker and everything mm-hmm. in Batman Arkham City, right? Let alone Arkham Origins and all these different things. I just love that world and I love that universe. I still tell, and my prediction still stands that it's going to have Superman and one Woman in it to set up the Justice League game from them later on oh, or whoever wow. else does it. That'd be awesome. Yeah, but that's the game that stands out right now that I want so much more of because I, you know. Each one of those games is like a, a giant extended animated series, right? Mm-hmm. Like an episode of the animated series. And so to get back in there to have more of it, everything we've seen looks great. It's, you know, the fidelity of it, the quality of it, and how much I trust those guys. Yeah. That's what gets me excited about that It's game. interesting to me that you, you know, just you mentioned Origins, which I didn't play. Yeah. But they implicitly don't acknowledge that game at right. Rock City. I'm, so like, I, I'm just saying, like, I thought, I, I just throwing it out there that I found that interesting. At PSX, they were like, this is the conclusion of the Batman trilogy. Right. It's and I was like, wow. For, like, <laughs> like, you guys are going to straight up just ignore that you, game. I mean, yeah. you figure it's it's very much the relationship I imagine. Well, I don't want to, you know, it's it's a development studio that feels like they created this, mm-hmm. but they're owned or whatever, right? Or they're working with a, somebody else's property. Yeah. So, some yeah, WB Montreal did get to make Origins. And I'm sure, I've never talked to them about it. I don't know anything about it. I'm not close enough to anybody over there to get, like, off-the-record scoops. I'd imagine there's a bit of a chip on the shoulder about that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, anytime anybody's property goes to somewhere else, the original creators look at it, I'm sure, like, well, this was an interesting choice. We've talked to plenty of people who've had their games mm-hmm. like this, right? And like, yeah. ah, we went over there and we're like, why does this happen? Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? Like, especially all that. And Origins, I stand by, got a really bad rap. Mm-hmm. It got a really bad rap. It had some PC problems, people falling through the world, yada, yada, yada. Amazing story. Like, one of the best Joker stories I think I've ever... Been told, period. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't matter what medium. medium. Yeah. Like, there was so much amazing stuff to it, but it was very much the problem anybody ever has with those games. Is like, this doesn't feel right. Well, clearly it's because the original didn't do it, right? That's all. That I remember telling them when I met them, you know, the Origins people. You are going up a hill. You're never going to get to the top of right. Mm-hmm. You forever, no matter what people are going to say, this is good, but it would have been better. Like Mega Man, right? When it's not an Inafune Mega Man, it's like, well, this is good, but it would have been better if this, that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You nickel and dime when you know the creator isn't mm-hmm. there, right? And that sucks. But it was good. But yeah, I totally get why. I'm sure Rocksteady's pushing the fact this. Is I just thought that was yeah, funny because that, that seemed to be like be like a like across the yeah. So, what's your second one? My second one's Uncharted Four. Oh yeah. You know Man. what I mean? Like, and it's like, yeah, wow, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking seeing this entire PlayStation experience? Colin elbowed me and talking to me. This amazing demo, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's gonna that game so looks, and, the, and it's one of those things, like, it's like such a, oh, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like we always talk about, right? What we when we like the podcast or champion games, we're usually championing something on the Vita or something else that like yeah. you don't know about. Yeah. You know, Uncharted, and like granted, Batman, you never heard, you had no idea that was going to be good. Oh, yeah. But like Uncharted Four is like, well, no shit, that's exactly. going to be amazing. I'm sure. But yeah. that's the thing; it's going to be next level amazing. Yeah, like, yeah. I hope already, so. You can already tell, man. I'm I'm feeling really that that uh that whole set piece and the way they. That's why I kept elbowing Greg and stuff because I was like, "This is different. Mm-hmm. This is a different Uncharted game." There was, there was something very unique about that sequence, and I don't yeah. know if that sequence is going to be indicative of the entire, hopefully, twelve to fifteen hour experience yeah, that yeah. we get out of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know the characters are there, and we know it's that okay. the story is going to be there. Yeah, depending on how thorough you are, I like to walk in every corner looking for treasures. 
Um, but that particular, you know, what, what I was telling people on Twitter was, yeah, the game's beautiful. Yeah, Nolan North's great. All the voice acting's awesome. The gunplay yeah, yeah. looks great. What people were ignoring about that demo was the design of that demo right. and how awesome the design was. And I'm not even talking about the art. I'm talking about the way the sequence was designed. Yeah. I think people look at game design as something that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. The way that everything is and positioned in that whole sequence in the woods is awesome. Mm-hmm. And if they have that put that much thought into that sequence, and obviously we saw, we think about the last of us, when the last of us was revealed, we saw that part in the building where they're walking through, like, the abandoned apartment building, and sure. they're killing everyone, and it was like a beautiful, and that ended up being one of the really the best parts of the last of us, in my opinion, in terms of gameplay. Right. So maybe this is the same thing, where yeah. there's going to be some lows and some highs, obviously, but... I was like, wow, I mean, like this, this is this is good. This is what you get when you give them a little more time. And this is what, I'm, I, what I what I walked away and talked about, you know, at ad nauseum, right? Is the fact that it's them upping what you already know about Uncharted. And like, so what you're talking about is like maybe it's not like that all the time. I think enough mechanics are there to show you that that's going to be the way it's going to be. Because yeah. I kept talking about the fact that it's there's no moments of rest. It's all action. It used to be you pulled the guy off the cliff and they watched him fall and now you pull the guy off the cliff and then he, maybe he grabs onto you and yeah. you suddenly have to tap. You know what I mean? You go to choke out a guy and you used to be just wrestling to the ground. Now maybe he pulls his gun out and you have mm-hmm. to try to like shoot it away from you and I'm, I'm imagining you're going to be able to go out and shoot other people with that and stuff like that. Let alone the fact of, okay, now stealth makes more sense. Before mm-hmm. it was always like stick to the wall and kind of glide around. Now there's bushes to get yeah, lost yeah, and blah, blah. Yeah. Enemies will go once. It used to be, we talk about this all the time, right? They're totally, they don't know you're there. They're on alert and they are on alert until you kill them. Uh-huh. They are they are not letting down their guard. Yeah. Whereas now it was like, all right, he got away. And they went back to being normal and patrolling so you could get back in a rhythm of uh-huh. taking them out and doing whatever you need to do. That was awesome. Yeah. See, to me, the, the biggest moment of that uh, demo was the, the rope. When you like jumped off. Oh, sure, sure, sure. His new little hook. Yeah, and it's like, I, I wonder how many moments we're going to get like that. Because that's the thing where it's like, it was so perfect, where he hit that guy. And it's like, is that like a, a quick time event type yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Or like, what was the was he actually controlling that a bit, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see what they, they add like that throughout the entire game. Sure. We've been tricked enough in the past about what games were supposed to be based on demo impressions. Not playable demos necessarily, but you think about Killzone 2 with Gorilla, you think yeah. about, um, which was, you know funny in hindsight that yeah. we thought that the game was going to look like that we think about even you know god of war ended up being a little more quick timing than people wanted it i think that i, I i'll go i'm not going on a limb at all i mean i've said it many times naughty dog's the best developer in the entire world exactly. and so like the minds and the brains of that studio even without amy hennig being there to monitor it um you assume she planted enough seeds for the story to be okay and the characters to be okay yeah. and with neil and bruce who were responsible largely for uncharted 2 which is a lot of people's favorite not ours but a lot of people's favorite and then the Last of Us, so like, if it's ninety percent as good as The Last of Us, you have yourself arguably a number ten, another ten. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm 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 not so worried about Uncharted Four. Yeah. You know, like I, and that's the thing you were saying. Like, it's my most anticipated AAA game, bar none. But we know that yeah. it was the same way we felt about The Last of Us when it was like we wrote about it, and we cared about it. But it's like eventually, it's like yeah, we get it. Like we're gonna be excited about. It. Let's talk about something else. Right. So that's why I'm yeah. not like you know. Friggin' banging the gong for this game. What, what, what game are you banging? Kingdom Hearts Three. Kingdom now Hearts here's my problem: Is it going to be twenty? No, there's no way in God's yeah, no way in freaking hell, and that's that's the upside. No, there's part. no way, man. Um, but yeah, man, I, I want that game so bad, and like I, I feel like 2015 would be a good time for it. I think sure. tw- I think you're, I think you're stretching it even to think you're getting in 2016. Really? Honest. Yeah. The, a lot of the, as far as I understand, the all right. So let's put all the pieces together, right? Yeah. Let's unpack it. The mm-hmm. Final, Fan- Final Fantasy 15, when I was in Japan and I saw it behind closed doors before they revealed that trailer, we saw it for the first time. You know, we were like, I was like, well, mm-hmm. these guys are driving a car. That's interesting. And, <laughs> and uh, 
they were like, we're 55% under the game. Yeah. The leadership team that's doing Final Fantasy 15 is also doing Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, they're not presumably going to be able to give all their attention to one until they're done with the other, even though some of those guys, I think, are segueing now to the Kingdom Hearts team mm-hmm. as this year progresses. If Final Fantasy 15 is 55% done, I don't even think that game's coming out this year. Yeah. And and so it, like, it just kicks every can down the road. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really do think that you're going to see 15 spring 2016, and I think you're going to see... Kingdom Hearts, may, like literally, as late maybe as like holiday twenty seventeen. Like I, I think that that game is oh, like, damn, I think that game's far away. I, I don't, I don't like. I hope I'm wrong because I know how people, much people want it, yeah. and I know that they tried to set the rhythm with the Kingdom Hearts re-releases and stuff like that. But that I, we've not seen anything to indicate that that game's anywhere. Yeah, well, you know, see, like so, like that's yeah. that's you know. I feel you on that. I think, unfortunately, I do think that you're correct about a lot of that, and it, it sucks because I've said this before in many places that um, Final Fantasy versus thirteen is the reason I bought a PS3. <laughs> well, that didn't work out uh-huh. too well at all. Um, and now Final Fantasy, now that it's 15, like, I'm still, I'm really excited for that, but, like, that the hype is kind of gone for me, just because, like... It's gone for a lot of people. It's been way too long. They have to prove... The thing about Final Fantasy, the thing about Square, is that they have a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not I'm not a company that's going to take them at their word with their AAA releases in the Final Fantasy series anymore. Not after 13. No mm-hmm. way. You know, like... Yeah. And not even... I didn't like 12. 12 is basically two games mashed together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like... So you have something to prove to me. Now I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited in the sense that Final Fantasy VI and Final Fantasy IV, or like Final Fantasy Tactics, these are some of my favorite games. Yeah. And Square used to be just untouchable in mm-hmm. quality, but they're not anymore. And so I'm I'm more interested in 15 to see how it is than even playing it. Like I'd rather like if I can only if, obviously I can do both. But if someone's like you can either play the game or someone can tell you immediately like if it's good or bad and you can just get this suspense over with i'd be like i just want to know <laughs> because i just want to know like what trajectory they're going on yeah you know yeah. as opposed to like so especially after 13 where i was like oh this game man like yeah i just remember <laughs> i remember when the trailers first came out for they launched the trailer for both of them 13 and versus 13 mm-hmm. and i remember being like oh 13 looks cool but versus 13 that's what i want yeah like, i want that game and then yeah it's, and it's somewhere in there i mean it's, yeah, it's that it's somewhere exactly. when they rebuilt it it's some it's the same thing with the last guardian like the, yeah. the the Last Guardian exists, and it's clearly a PS4 game. And somewhere within the DNA of that game on PS4 game. is the original game. The original bird, dog, cat, dog. Yeah. So I think, you know, I'm... But yeah, Kingdom Hearts. When people say that, I'm like, I hope you're, I hope you're right, but there's no. I think that game is far away. Exactly. You know? but, the, but the thing is, though, we've seen some gameplay of it. And granted, it's probably... It's not real gameplay, probably. And it's just like, you know, just specific moments. Yeah, it could be an made. engine mock-up. Or... Yeah, exactly. I think that's what it is. Um, but it's like... It just looks so good, and it's been so long since we've got an actual canon entry in the series that's numbered. Not none of this freaking like, oh, I'm dreaming about stuff. And it's, no, this is like real, and like that's so exciting to me. And like just the idea of all the different worlds we can go to now, in addition to all the classic Disney mm-hmm. stuff, which obviously I love, um, like Frozen. Now we get to go to Frozen. Come on, guys. Are you really gonna go to Frozen? Is that announced? It's not announced, but like you presume it's gotta be in. They're there. going to go. Just checking everybody. But, yeah, but yeah, Marvel and Star Wars right are the, yeah. the bigger things. And like that's well, I don't know. If they, I don't know if it's bigger. Nothing's bigger than Frozen. But I mean, in terms of like, it might be the reason why the game's the game was kind of like just oh, it's in development and here's uh-huh. a trailer and we don't really have much to say about. It. They might be working this shit out too, which is why maybe it's really going to be a late release too. You know? Yeah. Because it would be awesome if you could really explore those worlds. Like, and, and it'd be shocking if you couldn't. You know, and I. I'm, I hope that there is a Star Wars world and a Marvel world. I don't need to see like specific Marvel universes. Right. When just one Marvel universe would be super awesome. Yeah, you go to the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd, be, it'd be so good. But yeah, I, I, I'm worried that that's, that's not going to come out. But yeah, Uncharted. But Metal Gear is the other one for me. Yeah, that's a big one. Phantom Pain will come out this year. Yeah, and uh, 
Yeah, I'm interested to see how that is, too, because I've not been smitten with that series in a long time, and so... Metal Gear, second one's my favorite one, and I really like Metal Gear Solid, the original as well, but three, I never beat, I was just like, I'm not really into this, and four, I played it for like, you know, longer than I should have, and I was like, oh, I just can't do it, I and, I know, four, and I know you love I those love games, four. to me, they just didn't scratch that itch, so again, with Phantom Pain, I always get excited when Kojima does something, I was excited when three was announced, I was excited when four was announced, I, you know, I was, but I'm just like, I, again, it's a wait and see kind of thing, where I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to see what this game is, and... I think that he's had enough time to marinate on it. It's been mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. You know, Peace Walker was obviously released in between 4 and 5, but it's been a long time since he's really had a chance to figure things out again. And I think that you like 4, and I think a lot of people do like 4, but I also think that a lot of people look at 4 as not really what they want out of Metal Gear. Exactly, and I, I totally get that. It's just, it is just, here's a bunch more story to kind, kind of tie everything together for the right. people that want that, which I did, um, even if it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Um, but I play. liked the the gameplay. The just the it was action focused, and that was fun for me. Like I liked that a lot. Whereas three three is an amazing game. Doesn't click with me. It's just not my thing. The story yeah. is so good, but it, there was a little too much focus on um, the actual stealth and all the camo yep. stuff. And I was yeah, that's, that was the thing. I, that I, immediately I always tell the story about it when I started playing three. I was like really excited, and because uh, I, I really did love two, and uh, I especially love Big Shell and two. I know it's like you know so like I just there was something special about that game. And so when I yeah. started playing three. Um, and I was like, I was going through my re- re- like my inventory, and I'm like, there's like my rations are like getting mure, yeah, like depleted, yeah, yeah. and then I have yeah. all this camo, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to micromanage. Uh, Metal Gear Solid games are about micromanagement, but not to, to this level? extent. And I was, yeah. I was immediately turned off for it, you know. And as I went through the game, I just didn't. The villains were okay, but I was the the special thing about especially the first one, and I think the second one does it well too, because I really love Fat Man, as we always joke about, is like yeah. the cartoon villains. Yeah. Like I need more cartoon villains, like guys that are just like. So over the top that they're like they look like they're out of an eighties action movie. Like that was what we really need. Yeah. So well, I want to see. Looks like it's bringing that back. Yeah, I hope. So. Yeah, it does. The trailers it does. are so ridiculous. You got a little psycho whale there. Yeah, you got oh, a yeah. mind whale coming in to get you. Why not? So awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I I want to give another shout out to. Uh, uh, I think it's on your list. You want me to see? Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. Hotline Miami 2. Hotline yeah. Miami 2. Um, supposed to come out this year, or it was supposed to come out in 2014. It didn't. Um, I guess they, you know, they had to, you know, fix some things, or whatever. First of all, the creator, one of the creators of um, Hotline Miami 2, I've met many times, uh, has a Mega Man 3 tattoo, which is awesome because that's his favorite game of all time. Yeah. What, what does that mean? What does it, a Mega Man 3? It's a, it's the pa- it's the password grid oh, okay. for how to get to Wily's Castle, oh, yeah. which is brilliant. And uh, and Hotline Miami was a really weird game, and. One of the weirdest games I've ever played in my life. Bloody, yet poignant, like, story-driven, yet basic. Like, it was a lot of contradictions in that game, and obviously the aesthetic of being in the 80s is really awesome, too. The music yeah. and the sounds and the color palette. And Hotline Miami 2 is just more of that. And Plus I'm the just, level builder. Yeah, exactly. And the level builder is what I've actually spent the most time with, and yeah. it's really cool. Like, I, I, I think that... I think that Hotline Miami is most at home on with analog sticks. I understand people want to play it on PC. That's why I was a little late to it because I couldn't play it yeah. on PC. I was so like, I can't play this game. That was a huge, huge hurdle. Once it came to Vita and PS3, I was like, well, I'm in on this. And, and, and even though there's, there's, it's hard for me to explain why I'm like super excited about it in the sense of like, why would I have this like kind of visceral fucking feeling about Hotline Miami 2 when there's like all these other games coming out. It's just the fact that matters. I just want more Hotline Miami. And like, I just want to spend another week with that game. And, That's the and, thing people get lost in when they see it. Like, oh, it's too violent. It's too this. And it's it's not even... It is violent, right, in a very cartoony way. But it's more of like... 
the I, what works for me and why I love it so much and why I mean I was a Vita player. That's where I you know I played it for game of the year on PC, great. But being able to do it, it's so built for handhelds and mm. being on the go. And the fact that like all right, you have two minutes. Here's this one. Try to solve this puzzle. Yeah. And the puzzle of how to kill everybody and get through and get out. And you know what I mean, like. The story, I have no idea what the hell happened. I beat Hotline Miami. It was all a dream. It was, I don't know what the hell was happening. But, like, the challenge of doing it, and now the fact of, like, you better bet your bottom dollar I'll be making the game over Greggy set in, like, our whole house, and, like, yeah. there'll be a level where Nick's patrolling, or who you just assume is Nick or whatever. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah. He's patrolling. That's what he does. And Pertillo's a little, a little dog running around trying yeah. to stop you and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, that's what it's all about, is those little challenges and those little yeah, games. Like I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to tell about it. And, uh... Just want to give one more shout out. Uh, There's a lot of shout outs I have to give, so you can just. You know. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm excited about Hell Divers, excited about the new Stardust, Cosmic yeah. Star Heroin. But the game I really want to talk about just for a minute is, um, uh, and I'm excited about the order too, to be honest. Uh, is everybody's gone to the Rapture? Oh right. right, um, right, right, right. I think that game looks extraordinary. I think that game looks extraordinary, mm-hmm. and they're a bit of a ways off. I'm not sure that it's coming out this year. Yeah. It, if it does, like, I think that they are about halfway done with it. So I don't know if it's going to come out this year. My assumption is that they're going to try. Um, Santa Monica is helping them build it. It's a PS4 exclusive, and um, it's just it's just such a cool idea for a game. And yep. and for people out there who don't know what it's about, it's everybody's gone to the Rapture. It's very literal. Um, it's about the Rapture happening and mm-hmm. people disappearing, and you're in this British town by yourself, going through people's houses and through their belongings, and going like in and out of buildings and all this, and just exploring at your own leisure, trying to right. just figure out what happened. Right. Yeah. And it's. It's just awesome. And this is, we've talked about this before, it's, this is the kind of game that Sony gives indies the ability to make. This isn't a game that's going to sell a million copies. Um, yep. This isn't a game that's going to get a Game Informer cover or, um, you know, limited commercial accolades. It's just a game mm-hmm. that is, you know, I saw it at E3 last year behind closed doors and um, knowing some of the people from Santa Monica that are working on it, like Deb Mars, um, that are helping, you know, helping with this game, it's like there's every reason to be confident in it. Um, and so... As far as like adventure games or kind of more cerebral, yeah. uh, gone home type games, I, I think that that is that is the one to keep. This on. is exactly how I feel about Firewatch. Yeah, Firewatch from Capo Santo, right? Of just like you know, you're out there in the woods and you you can choose what you're interacting with and exploring with, and you're heading towards this like fire to see what the hell's going on. You you, you, you have one other person to communicate with a walkie-talkie, mm-hmm. and from what they've shown, there's something going on. Like you're a guy and she's a girl, and there's something that's been going on there, but like. How is that going to play out? What the hell is happening in the forest and all these different things? Like that's exciting. I love that, those. Yeah, games. that's the type of game that, like, when you look at that, um, it interests me. Right. I'm just like, I don't know what genre this is. I want to play it. Though. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Like, I don't care that this isn't my type of game. This looks fun. Like, Journey is another example of that for me, where I was just like, I don't know what the hell this is. I hate scarf like, people. I'm gonna like this though, and I did. I liked it a lot. And, yeah. Like, I feel the same way about Firewatch. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, coming off of you know being such a Gone Home fan, like that's why I'm excited about it. Let alone all the other stuff that's. Coming out in that vein, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Fulbright's already shown their next game as far like, the space thing. Is that 2015? Who knows? But excited about that. Yeah. Uh, similar thing of exploring, right? No Man's Sky. We haven't talked mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. But how, however the hell that game is going to come yeah. together. Another game that I don't hold my breath for in yeah. 2015. Oh, but, no, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's an upcoming one. Put it on the, put it on the map there. What else do I have here on my list here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Witcher 3. We oh, yeah. If we didn't yeah. say something about Witcher 3, we'd be stupid. Here, I, the thing about Witcher 3 is, like, I'm not... I don't like the high fantasy, except for like I, Skyrim got me right. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh no. What? What? I'm Thirty Eight Studios. This game. What? I think. Oh, Amalur. Amalur. That was another one that got me. Everything I see from The Witcher gets me, and I don't like Dragon Age. Like Dragon Age just Not your thing. It doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. But the action, the combat, and the visuals of Witcher Three make me think. Witcher I'm looks here. deep. Yeah. That's exactly. the well, that's the word I think about when I see that game. I'm like that game's deep. Yeah. You know, like, uh, 
<laughs> and again, they got a lot more time to work on it too. Mm -hmm. Only good things can come from that. And then Persona Five, another shout out. Yeah, still, yeah. still wondering if that's really going to come out this year. Sure. Um, I hold that hope. They, I mean, they have Carp. The Persona team can just do whatever they want. So yep. it's just like you know, they have Carp Blanche. They, remember, they have not made a game since Catherine. So like they, you know, they um, have had a while to make this game. I think, yeah. I think the, I think they know that they have to deliver. Oh yeah, Persona Five. Yeah, you know. So well, see, I think it's just the way like uh, the general PlayStation audience has woken up to Persona, right? Like I remember Persona Three hitting on PlayStation Two. It was right around the time I just started IGN or whatever, 20, mm -hmm. 2007 or whatever. Jeff was reviewing it and playing it and be like, this is awesome. And then Persona 4 and then... Uh, so it's Persona 3 coming to PSP and all these different things. Yeah. All these things that weren't making giant waves. And then now with Vita, it seems like everyone who's a PlayStation fan and it's listens to us yeah. knows about Persona and now is into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I'm really excited for Ori in the Blind Forest. Right. Mm. Another beautiful game. I'm a big fan of beautiful games. Yeah. So that that one that was definitely that's the same way I feel for below. Oh yeah, below right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, coming off the shore, going in and trying to get further than the last person to go down there and do this different thing. Mm -hmm. Same thing with uh, Massive Chalice as well. Like that's the one I was telling you about. That's like like Final Fantasy Tactics, right? Like go out, do this. Time is passing. You have to marry off your people so they breed the next generation of warrior. You can go use. Oh yeah, yeah you're picking yeah. up their attributes as they go. So like that, you know, people can have like not deformities but deficiencies if you weren't paying attention to how you're breeding people mm -hmm. which is weird to talk about breeding people but it's yeah. awesome it's an yeah. awesome game plan that, mechanic super cool. of trying to keep your keep alive for 500 years what was that game that was shown to PSX I'm not sure if it's already out on PC and stuff but you, there was a forced and like oh the forest isn't it was just called oh, the forest yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that game looks awesome yeah. it's already out on PC on PC yeah. it is yeah, yeah. yeah. I got I got reprimanded by the PC crowd when I was oh, like, okay. "This game looks great." Like, it's hard. Game uh, really does look awesome. Yeah, looks I mean, so I don't know. Cool. I, I I don't know. I've never looked into it beyond that that particular uh, trailer. Yeah. It seems to me that it's basically horde mode, and I mean, this is my interpretation of why yeah. I got excited about it. That it's horde mode in a forest, and you have like X amount of time to build reinforcements, and then it gets nighttime or whatever, and then everyone attacks. You. Yeah. I mean, that's that seemed, and it's cool. It's like using actual forest stuff. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Using actual forest. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, video games get all crazy and it's just like, sure. oh, horde mode, and you now got, you got like, a robot these, tree. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it's like no, just trees. I okay. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. Got to go Nintendo here. Zelda, of course. Will it come in twenty fifteen? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Star Fox, I doubt it. I really, really, really hope so. We're definitely getting Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah. And I don't think many people are that excited. Big old Yoshi. But man, Yoshi, I love the Yoshi games. I love them so much because they're different than the Mario platformers. And um, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, one of my favorite games of all time. I think the level design of that is just impeccable. And um, Yoshi's Island on the DS, not so good. Yoshi's Island on the 3DS, really not so good. Uh, but this one, I'm holding out my, uh, my thoughts on it. I, I'm, I want it to be good. I yeah. want it to be amazing. And Nintendo's been doing really good lately. Captain Toad, awesome. Captain Toad Super is fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking out for that. Okay. Yeah. What else do we got? There was one more. Battlefront. Star, Star Wars, Wars Battlefront. Battlefront. Do we do know guys, that that's this year? We do, haven't even, do we think it's this year? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, we haven't seen it at yeah, all, except for the, except for the ad app. Yeah, the yeah. teaser trailer. But yeah, like, that's enough to get us excited, right? Yeah. That's the one that Amy's working on now with Todd, is that right? No, I mean, she's working on a different Star Wars game. I can't yeah. keep up with them. Presumably, yeah. Right. I don't think she's announced what Star Wars oh, okay. she's working on, but Battlefront was Again, I don't know when she was working on Uncharted 4, so you assume she wants to write her own game. Yeah. This perfectly leads us. What are our predictions for 2015? video games uh one of my predictions was then i wrote it down here zelda is delayed yeah uh, i don't think that game comes out this year mm -hmm. I, I think and it's not a, a commentary on nintendo i think that they've shown the propensity many times with many games to say like it's just not ready and we're not releasing it um 
if you look at the timing of how they rolled that game out and how they how, what we've seen in that game over time, we really saw a nice big chunk of it in December. Um, it just doesn't seem like the game's... It seems like the game's ready, if that's like what you're looking at or whatever, but... They, sh- I just feel like there's something within the timing and how they've rolled it out to say that like 2015 holiday 2015 is kind of cutting it close. Yeah. Um, and I mean the fact that we saw gameplay on a TV in the background. I mean, right, they Classic Nintendo, yeah, but yeah. that's that says a lot. You yeah, know? I agree. So I think that that game's delayed. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just uh, I think that game's probably Q1 or Q2 2016. So mm-hmm. that was that was one of my predictions. Yeah. My prediction is similar. I don't think Uncharted Four hits. And this oh, is really? something. This is something that I've been predicting since all the hubbub began, right? Of, like, people were leaving the project, this is happening, blah, blah, Obviously, the, then Amy leaving, yada, yada, yada. Throughout those podcast beyonds, I was saying, this won't hit next year, this won't hit next year, this won't hit next year. Then at E3, they're like, it hits next year. And Shuhei was on Beyond, and I was like, well, I guess you know how I feel about this prediction. He just laughed about it, right? And I don't, and I still stand by, I don't think it's that they're doing, like, the Batman Arkham Knight bullshit, where it's like, it's coming out this year, and then they're like, oh, actually, it's delayed an entire, like, not even a, like, a yeah. few months, it's June now, it's you know like, what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, you knew you were never going to make it. I think they think they can hit it, but I think it's going to be a last of a situation, mm-hmm. where they're going to get up to the wire and be like, we had to redo so much stuff from when Amy left, when this happened, when this guy left. You know, obviously, you bring in new people, the project changes a bit, otherwise, it's just a patchwork, and that's not what Naughty Dog's about. Yeah. I think you're going to get to, they're going to get close to the finish line and be like, it needs more time, and mm. it's going to get bumped out. That's my prediction. Just as tumultuous as that was last year. Yeah. hard. To, it's weird to think now that 2014 is last year. Yeah, but as, as weird as that was, that first part of the year for them, losing so many people, all these different things. I, and now, granted, every Uncharted prediction I've done has been wrong, right? Every, <laughs> every time you're like, it's going to be shown at E3 or whatever, whenever the first trailer was, it's like, I don't think so. It's too early. They had to redo all this stuff. Here's the trailer. You know what I mean? Like, we go to PSX, like... Are they going to be... What are they going to show? Probably just a sizzle reel. Here's a freaking huge junk... Or junk? Huge demo. Huge dump of information. Yes, yes, yes. A raw dump, as some would say. Mm, the raw dump. Yeah, yeah, the old raw dump. All that data. Um, oh, I love raw dumps. <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of delays. And that worries me. I feel like we saw a lot of delays this year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's and, um, that's called the spring now. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Um, and it's... I, I'm worried that a lot of the games that even don't have release dates, so I guess they're not delays, but... Let me rephrase this. The games that I want to come out in 2015, that I want to soon, like, in the next couple months, be announced, that, yes, they're coming to fall, like Kingdom Hearts and, like, uh, Battlefront and stuff like that, that, that's just not going to happen at all. And that's upsetting. I don't like that. Like, I want something to look forward to that's, like, that big, meaty experience that I want. And, yeah. Worried about that. Worried about that. Yeah. There's been plenty of other games. Yeah. Like Yoshi's Woolly World. Yoshi's Woolly World. Second prediction here. You're the Yosh. Year of the Yosh. I made, this, I made this prediction last year. <laughs> it didn't happen. Yeah. Now's his time. He's gonna. Luigi had his time to shine, and that went really well for him. They gave him even a little. Yeah, bit that more re- that went really well for he's Luigi. Like, you know, he's the biggest deal in the world. Nobody now. gave a flying fuck about the year of Luigi. <laughs> but now he's not. It's because he's not the Yosh. I'm telling you, you're the Yosh. I, are you prepared for Yoshi's epic yarn to be as disappointing as Kirby's epic yarn? <laughs> Where it comes out and it's super short and super easy and everything. No, like, ah, goddammit. No, never. <laughs> Nintendo would never do that. Yeah, me. never. They'd never, never do that to you mm-hmm. again. Uh, second prediction. Um, Insomniac stays in bed with Microsoft. Um, mm. And they announce uh, Sunset Overdrive 2 at some point this year. Wow. Um, now, here's a few interesting wrinkles about this. Number one, Insomniac. If you've told- ever done a prediction episode with Colin, he's not going to give you 15 things so that he can at least get four of 15 points. And have a- <laughs> no, no, I'm just going right. to say how I got to this point. Insomniac's right. an independent developer. They don't aren't owned by anyone uh, except for Ted Price and his and his crew or whatever. They are making a PlayStation exclusive right now. 
the Ratchet and Clank reboot yeah. for PS4. Um, yeah, that doesn't mean. And the movie obviously is coming out. I think yeah. this year too. Um, they have like their little, you know, uh, smaller games initiative. With, they did what was that game? Outer Knots or something like that. Or yeah, what? that was yeah. That like and came then, and went without a yeah, goddamn game. And they, they're, so they're trying different things or whatever. Um, so I'm not saying that they're not going to make third party games like Fuse anymore, and I'm not going to yeah, say yeah, that yeah. they're not going to make PlayStation exclusive anymore because they are. I, and the other important thing is that they made Sunset Overdrive with Microsoft because Microsoft let them keep the IP, so they could conceivably go to someone else and make Sunset Overdrive 2, put it on everything. But I think that the game did well enough critically, and mm-hmm. probably commercially it did pretty respectably, especially because it was the bundle. And, yeah, and the bundle like that, definitely helped. That I think Microsoft, and, and I think Microsoft understands that they're sticking it directly to Sony by continuing to make Insomniac games that... Um, that they go like, watch, you know, they're probably, t- they probably, maybe, maybe the deal's already done. Maybe they're going to do it early in the year. Be like, all right, second one, uh, come out 2017, uh, same engine, re- you know, Marcus and, and, and Drew can do the game again or whatever. I understand this is their best team. These guys did Resistance 3 and, um, or the Resistance series. I mean, this is their p- top pedigree team. This is their, this is their AAA team. And I'm not, that's not an insult to the Ratchet guys or whatever. It's just like, this is the, these are the guys that make AAA games. Um, so I think I wouldn't be surprised if Insomniac and Microsoft made another game together. Hmm. That game's going to be exclusive to Xbox One. Uh, it's going to be Sunset Overdrive 2, and it'll be announced this year, and it'll come out in 2017. That's my prediction. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. There was a lot of... Yeah. A lot of balls That's there. how he gets the idea. <laughs> and, then uh, I'll, and then I'll win. Just since this is... <laughs> since this is the prediction episode, we're putting predictions in the title, I'm reiterating my one from last time around. Batman Arkham Knight will have a scene in it, just like Batman Arkham City did, where Robin drops in and is like, yeah, you need help? And he's like, no, go away. It'll be the same thing. It's, things are going to be getting out of control in Gotham City, and he'll be on a rooftop, like trying to figure something out, talking to Oracle, and then he'll just hear from up above him, like, "Hey, Bruce," and like he'll turn around and look up, and it'll be Superman hovering there. And I keep saying, "Maybe Wonder Woman." I'm yeah. not confirmed. My vision <laughs> of the future isn't that clear, but I for sure Superman pops up in this game and gets shot down, of course, and he's mm-hmm. mean to him and he leaves him alone. Batman's mean to Superman because yes. that's what Batman does. That's what he does. Uh, and that sets up a Justice League, whatever game you want to call it. That mm-hmm. even though Rocksteady, Rocksteady, Rocksteady is ending the Batman trilogy that they've done, they're moving, they're staying in bed with DC and they're moving over to make a Justice League far flung, you know, a, a universe expanded yeah. game. And that because that's the whole thing of like Arkham Asylum was so amazing on for a million reasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. But for, as a comic book DC fan of, like, all the Batman lore and characters they packed in there with references and all these different things. And when Arkham City came out, you're like, wow, you already blew so much of a load. You know what I mean? Yeah. With Arkham Asylum. Now to go to Arkham City. And they found way more Easter eggs to put in, don't get me wrong. But still, it was like, it seems like you should have kept something in the tank a little bit more, right? Now they're yeah. already doing a third one. Now they get to get, get out of Gotham and have Smallville and have mm-hmm. Metropolis and, ha- you know what I mean, do these different things. Have uh, Themyscira, do all these different things to connect to it. Build off what you'd assume to be the popularity at this point of the the Justice League movies, right? What DC's doing with their cinematic universe. And the fact that you can have now a game that has Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Green Lantern, Flash. All You know, have yeah. these people that aren't all of a sudden being introduced for the first time in the game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's a different world now where you can have an awesome Justice League narrative and have them all play off each other that way. So wait, when would you see that game coming out? That's the problem. It's like, it's not going to be... I don't think it's overt. I, I've kicked around the idea, again, in the vision... That, that WB's making them do this and that that's what WB Montreal's been working on. Hmm. That they took what they learned with Batman and are now making the, the Justice League game or the Flash game or whatever the hell it is. Something like that. Yeah. that. But I don't think that's what this is. So that said, it's three years before you get that. Which again, sounds far flung, but that'd be 2018 and the DC movie slate goes out to 2020 right now. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. They are playing the long game here in, in 
the movies coming out and them already being committed. Like, it's like, you know, the tracks are laid. This isn't like, well, we'll see how Green Lantern does and maybe there's a Green Lantern too. Like, no, 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 no. This is happening. These movies are happening regardless. So you can have that. I'm going to do the comic book video game over here. And they're not connected, but they are drawing the fact that when you're walking through the store and you see this Justice League game and you see all these different characters, you now know them because yeah. of the movies. Mm-hmm. You have that mainstream chance to get out and do different things. That's yeah. nice. No, that'd be awesome. I mean, I think sim- something similar happened with uh, Dark Knight, like when the movie trilogy was coming out, right. and then Arkham Asylum was just like they had nothing to do with each other. Yeah. but you know, it was time. and that was a calculated so move, right? Nicely, that's that's yeah. been talked about before. That Warner Brothers was like, we can't have another bad Batman game, mm-hmm. so don't try to tie. Like Batman Begins had a game and it was terrible, mm-hmm. and they were like, let's not do that anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, give it time, give Rocksteady this chance to go out and do this, and use Batman as a property, but not Dark Knight as a property. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you, the, here's this Batman game that isn't tied in. Go have mm-hmm. fun. Do you guys think that there's any chance that Marvel's going to have good games? I mean, there's always a chance. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. You don't want to sit here and... I remember how absurd it was. Does it, will Batman ever have a good yeah. game? Are you kidding me? I mean, tangentially, it must they, they must understand, because of the family that Marvel's now in, that games can be made on properties that are in the same family. So they have to look at how Star Wars movies are, or Star Wars games are being made. They have to look at how Disney games are being made, like Disney mm-hmm. Infinity. Um and uh, even Disney, what was that one game? Disney Universe was like a kind of a like a three. Oh right, it was yeah. like Little Big Planet. Yeah, it was kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was like, that's kind of good. Like I, I I was like, this is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So the big thing yeah, about they, that right is how it all comes down and shakes down contract wise. Because mm. you figure Marvel Forever was in bed with Activision making games through Activision, right? And if you remember, uh, God, I'm dead. And they were blessed enough to have Raven make one of their games, right? As well. Yeah, the Wolverine one, which, oh, which yeah. was awesome. And, yeah, well, yeah, that was a great game. It was a great game. Shitty story. All these different. There's probably stick with me. <laughs> I'm dating myself now because I don't remember, but I remember it was Dan Amrick, one of Swords at Activision, putting up a blog post of basically being like, if you're looking for mar- these Marvel games from Activision, you got to buy them now because they're off the stores forever. Yeah. And the people are like, why? And he's like, that's how contracts work. It's clear that Disney was like, all right, start pulling those cards and get them out of there, mm-hmm. which only benefits everybody. Because I don't know how the contracts were laid out, what it was, but Marvel always had these games that had a kernel of just mm-hmm. like, this is so great. Make your game about this. Wolverine. Your Wolverine engine is amazing. He's getting blown off. He's animatium. He's killing things. There's blood. But then they tried to pack it into the movie. Yeah. So there's this story that doesn't work, and it's like, uh, Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions comes out, and it's like, this game is awesome. Yeah, that, like, was, that was actually a new game. Please, this is. there's so many great parts to this. Yeah, you know, the noir could be a little different. Yeah, yeah. they got to do it again. And they're like, all right, here's Edge of Time. And it was totally rushed, and it was garbage. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, now here's Spider-Man 3. And it's like, this is even You're going the wrong yeah. way because you're no longer... They're doing the opposite of what WB was doing and saying, all right, take Batman and make a game and just, just make do it. it. Make just it make good, it be make good. good. You know what man, I mean? A good Spider-Man game, right. I would kill for that. I remember on PS1, Spider-Man. Yeah, oh, I have man, it right up there. Saw. I have it up there on the shelf. Yeah, I got my, oh, my Spider-Man copy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I love that. And like, you know, it d- definitely, going back to it, it does not hold up. Right, and I mean, that, and, and, and that's this is still the same thing about Spider-Man 2 we always talk about, right? Of like, how much fun it was to swing around the open yep. world and save things. And it was like, it's so... My balloon! And you save these balloons like 30 times. Like, oh. <laughs> but like if you... And that's the... When we talk about uh, a platform game, right? We were talking about Smash as its own platform. That's the real hook for me is the first person who figures out we here's the superhero game and you're Superman, Batman, Invincible, whoever, and you put down this game and you say it will be updated every three months with a slew of missions to do. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they recycle, but rather than give me five missions I have to do 30 times give me 30 missions I do one time you know what I mean which takes time and money and I understand but I'll pay that as DLC I just want the one mission of the cranes in Spider-Man hey Spider-Man swing your cranes over (laughs) hey Jimmy good thing we're all working in the middle of the night hey get Uh, him over to Oscorp 
<laughs> Don't put him in a car. My final prediction, the third prediction, final prediction. And this is a big one, so I want you guys to pay attention. Mm. It's a Megaton? It's a, it's a big, it's a, literally a Megaton. Fallout 4 will be re- revealed mm. this year, and it will come out this year. Oh my Damn. God, yes. Um, oh, come I think Bethesda's sitting on that one. And I, I, I really believe that. I think that Bethesda is sitting on this game. I think that, I don't think it's done. Yeah. I just think that, like, Todd Howard and those dudes have been working on this game for a long time. When, how long and, has it been since Skyrim? Uh, let's see, Skyrim was... Because that was Todd Howard's last, like, big involvement. Yeah, right? that was 2011 or 2012. Okay, okay. Oh, it was 11, right? Because it wasn't... Well, they were... They, it was Uncharted was 11, 11, 11. Right. And then they were 11... Something 11? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it was, it was 2011. So, it's, so 12, 13, 14, 15. So it'll be three years by this, Or four years by the time it comes out. Right. Um, and you assume the game was in pre-production. It's a mm-hmm. big studio. Uh, and I'm not talking about Bethesda overall as a publisher. I'm talking about Bethesda Game Studios as a big, big studio. Right. And uh, I, I, I really do believe that, that that game's going to be revealed in, say, the spring, mm-hmm. and it'll be ready to go um, by holiday season. Wow. Um, wow. And I think that that's the smart way you should reveal games, and I think that yeah. that's the way that gets people hyped. You, you have a little... The way I would do it was, like, reveal it in March... Game takes place in Massachusetts or whatever in the Commonwealth. It sounds like from all from all the the rumors at E3, you have it playable Mm -hmm. uh, to press. Uh, You show it at one of the conferences, Sony or Microsoft's. Um, That summer or early fall, you have your press event where you you invite press to come play an elongated portion of the game, and then you release it. You know, like there's no reason to string this out. Your schedule is great, but at what point are they doing the multiplayer beta? Oh man, (laughs) you know it's coming. And I mean, (laughs) no, I don't. I don't know that it's coming. I I I bet you. I I hope. I don't think it will either. I think it's more likely that that game will not have multiplayer than it will. And I don't mean that. I mean that in any way. I mean even that in co-op. Like that's not the way people want to play that stuff. Like I really hope they understand that that people do not want to play that game with other people. You know, it's not the way we played Fallout because it's it's against everything that it's against the grain with what that game is all about, which is do whatever you want, whenever you want to do it at your own pace. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How can you possibly do that with all these freaking idiots chattering in your ear? <laughs> so that's my final prediction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My final prediction is not a prediction as much as it's just a request. Crash Bandicoot come back into my life. I think it's really. I think it's I really possible. I, is it? Yeah. Tell, I, tell I, me it is, Colin. Tell me more. I, I like think it. it is. So this, I mean, it's complicated, right? Mm-hmm. You know, these games were made by Naughty Dog, owned by Universal, that was eventually sold to Activision, that, you know, they made some bad games, and then the series just went away. Sony's been really clear, and, and Superbot Entertainment was really clear when they were making All-Stars that they tried. They tried. Any, anything they requ- people requested, they tried to get. So you would assume that that's Crash, and that's Cloud, and that's whatever. Um, I think that you will find that Activision doesn't want to do anything with it, but that someone's going to have enough money to get it from Activision and do something with it. Mm. Uh, whether or not it's a good idea or not, I don't know. I don't think Crash Bandicoot's relevant anymore. Like, I, I actually think that, like, I, I think that you it would have... Wampa fruits. <laughs> I think that if, I, Activision makes money. They make, mm. That's one thing they do. They make lots of money. And if they thought that that franchise could make any money, they would have made it. Not only would they have made that game a long time ago, probably, but they would have made it with one of their good studios. So mm. I think that they're reading the tea leaves being like, well... Crash Bandicoot is literally now 15 plus years away from any oh, relevancy. Yeah. No. So like, like, and the studio that made those games, the games that people cared about, will never touch that, those mm-hmm. games again. So why? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think that, that there's more behind the scenes stuff going on there than I think meets the eye, but I think it's possible. Yep. I think it's very possible. Yeah. That makes me happy, Colin. All right. Final topic for this week. Yeah. What are our biggest concerns for 2015? In the gaming space. In the gaming space. My, my life space is you don't support us on Patreon. I quit my job for nothing. We all go to hell. 
You'll go to hell if you don't have money. Isn't that, uh, that's what my mom always said. If, if you don't make money, you go to hell. Oh, man. That's, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, concerns for... I, for me, for 2015, the concern would be that we don't learn from the mistakes of 2014. We all mm. talk about how horrible the... And I, and I don't mean we. I mean everyone who watches these videos who's on the internet, da 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 Part of our video game community talks about how horrible the internet was in 2014, mm. right? Like how... <laughs> That's our HDMI splitter. Yay! Best place. Best place. <laughs> Porty, you're, you're not Porty. No, notice how we're not scared. Notice how we have nothing to worry about. He's got about. bad eyes, Colin. He doesn't know what's happening. It's okay. That we don't, we, that we don't, we don't, we don't learn from our mistakes. We mm-hmm. keep being bad people. We, the, the problem was, here's the thing. We're not, not even, I'm tiptoeing around the landmine of Gamergate. Because that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a podcast all to itself. But the fact of even if you if you agreed or didn't agree with the, the portrayal of women in games and the way that they are treated in our industry and our fandom and everything else, that doesn't matter. It's taking the lesson of how other people feel and taking that into account as you move forward mm-hmm. and how you comment or how you do anything or if you're making a game, how you want to think about what your narrative is and how you're using people. That's all it is, right? Yeah. Like, don't nobody's 100% right on either side of this argument. It's just about asking the tough questions and dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And that would be the big thing outside of even Gamergate or any of that stuff. Just asking yourself questions you don't want to ask. I always talk about Colin, right? You could look at Colin on the internet and say, this guy is a jackass. You know, he, he's a Republican. He believes this and da 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 Colin has opinions on everything. Mm-hmm. Colin is one of the few people I've ever met who has strong opinions about something and will change his mind about them and tell you why he did it. And you, if you present evidence or a point to what you're talking about, he will take that in and weigh it. He doesn't just shut down. Mm-hmm. If I came at him, I said, well, this is, you know, the, the Islanders are terrible people because of X, Y, and Z. He would take it in, not just immediately shut down. And be like, I don't, really talk, I don't want to talk about that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, it's what I feel. It's what I know. It's what I believe in. Everyone needs to, you know, echo out, especially in this industry and what we do. And I mean industry in terms of community. Yeah. About other people you know what i mean being more inclusive about make the fact that video games if you aren't gonna stay in this little box that you that you may think you want them to or whatever right they're gonna be on mobile platforms they're gonna be telling stories that are gone home and then that are modern warfare and that mm-hmm. there's these there's a spectrum of things happening here and that it's going to touch everyone eventually everyone yeah. will be a gamer at some point in the same way i don't call myself a movie watcher or a tv watcher you know what i mean yeah. that's just something just the person that's just something you do and you're yeah. normal if you do that it's a bigger story if somebody's like i don't have a tv you're like what, what? Yeah. it's that's how it is that's where gaming's going so we need to get on the same track and same page about it's cool let's have a conversation that doesn't involve death threats and horrible people yeah that's good I'm going to get less existential than you're doing right now. Your concern uh, is that the veto will not be properly yes. supported. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it, it's also about learning lessons from 2014, but it's learning about very literal technical lessons from 2014. Mm. I'm thinking about uh, games that are coming out next year that need to work properly on day mm. one. Um, and The Division is the game that I'm thinking about the most. Yeah, uh, and that's a because Ubisoft game. Yeah, exa- that's why. Yeah, okay. Um, the fact is, is that games have been released, many games have been released in inexcusable um, state. state. Yeah. Exactly. Um, games that, games that, you know, don't, that shouldn't have problems, like Tetris Ultimate. Yeah. That Ubisoft, Ubisoft put out. Game. That doesn't <laughs> work. You know, if you have 2,000 friends, you can't play the game. Right. Because it's constantly pinging servers. Yeah. And then they're like, disconnect the internet and it'll work better. And they're like, well, I, that, well yeah, yeah. I, wa- I want to I log my score so I see how I do against other people. Fix your game. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, Little Big Planet 3 wasn't working for a lot of people. Little Big Planet 3. Yeah. Which was in development forever, by the way. Yeah. You know? Like, 
Master oh, Chief Collection. Yeah, like Master Chief Collection. How does Drive that Club, not work? You know, Far Cry 4 had problems when it came out. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare had problems when it came out. It's just a constant thing. Dead Nation and I, was this year, right? It, PS4. Yeah, Dead Nation yeah. on PS4, which had... I, the exact same problem as the PS3 This was the version. worst thing. <laughs> Dead Nation came out on PS3 in 2010. It had a problem where if you had 100 friends on PSN, it would freeze. Greg and I were the first ones to discover this when, before the game came out. We told Housemark and they, Popular. And they, and they fixed the problem. Then Dead Nation came to PS4, and it had the same problem. You know? Like, yeah. I don't understand how no one communicated to the porting studio. I think it was Climax that brought it over. I could be wrong. That brought it over and was like, hey, guys, by the way, when we made the game, we had maxed out friends list problems. You need to populate your friends lists with bots or whatever to yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. that the game works fine. Publishers need to take a step back because it's really not the devs, it's the publishers. They need to take a step back and say, like, is the game ready? Did we QA it properly? Are all the bugs ironed out? Should we give it more time? It's not excusable to release a game in the states that some of these games have been in. Drive Club was an embarrassment for you know for Sony, yeah. and it's not that we're racing fans; we don't care. I'm never going to play that game anyway. But watching people go through the rigmarole oh, of yes. having to play that game and update it and waiting impatiently—they paid six dollars for a game. Inexcusable. Mm-hmm. The only way that publishers are going to gain the trust back of people that have been been burned this year, and there are many or millions of people that have been burned, literally, is they to make their game literally burned. Literally, no, millions of people. Literally, oh, millions literally people. millions. They haven't been literally burned. They literally millions of people. <laughs> Is, Stone chin just the fire. Is that they need to make games that work. And I'm telling you right now, people need to stop giving publishers game money that release games that don't work. You need to you need to follow, it's the same thing we were talking about with Mass Effect 3, right? back in the day where it was like, you know, could have much more eloquently said it, but I, I, my 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 point was Mass I like Mass Effect 3 a lot. But if you don't like Mass Effect 3 and you already bought it, there's not much you can do about it now. Mm-hmm. What you have to remember is that next time BioWare releases a game, you don't buy it. You know, and yeah. then you send them that message. But you have to be consistent about these things. That the developers have to be consistent, the publishers have to be consistent, and the users have to be consistent. That you're, if you send them mixed messages or wrong messages, or just keep giving them money, then they're never going to fix the problem at mm-hmm. hand. So, you know, reward the publishers and developers that make these great games and release these great products. But make sure that the publishers are held accountable when they release a game that's broken, because there's no excuse. I'm sick of hearing excuses of why it's impossible to test a game in this environment. Really? I don't think so. There have been hundreds of shooters released that have worked fine online. Yeah. There's nothing different about the infrastructure of these consoles. And games like Destiny came out that were slammed by people that worked way better than a game like Drive Club, which was purchased by maybe a few hundred thousand people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, ex- no more excuses. That's my major concern. I want, to hear, I, I want publishers to learn the lessons from this last year and fix the games, you know? Yeah. Um, don't release... This is why Nintendo's, you know, so special. It's because they're the only ones that won't do that anymore, you know? And I didn't expect it from Sony until we saw it with Drive Club. And we saw it again with Little Big Planets. Like, these games aren't ready, and you should have known better. And uh, so that's my, that's my major concern, is that they don't learn those lessons. Tim. Something I'm very concerned about is No Man's Sky. That game looks awesome, and I'm very excited for it. And every time we see it, everyone's like, whoa, like, yeah. that's so crazy. I remember at E3, people like, just lost their shit. Because yeah. they're like, this, that, that is what Sony ended their conference with, right? At, at PSX, yeah. 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 Well, no, they ended. No, at, it was uh, it was E3. the second. Oh, at E3, yes. At PSX, it was the David Jaffe game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, man, like that. That looks crazy. Like that looks like such a crazy experience. But then it's like, where's the game? And that's my concern: is that that question's never going to be answered, or at least it's not going to be satisfying. Like, I I look at this and you know it's like zoom out, zoom out, zoom out, zoom out. It's like, wait, cool, I can do that on Google Earth. Yeah. But like I'm, I'm really waiting for that game, and I hope that I'm wrong about this because like, and that's where I'm concerned is that I want to be given something that's like gives all of that space 
something to do. Right. Something really fun and really engaging to do. And I hope that I'm wrong, but... We'll see what the game is. Yeah, That's the, the big thing so we talked about. So far that. landing on a planet, you get out, it says you found it, you it's get back in, you fly away. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what am I doing? We'll see. I mean, it's a very... I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a studio that small make a game so ambitious. Yeah. So we're going to see... I mean, Hello Games is tiny. Tiny, tiny studio. Yeah. And these are the guys that made Joe Danger. So this is a, this is a big jump from an Excitebike clone, basically, a very good Excitebike yeah. clone, to uh, an open... Maybe the most massive game, game ever. ever made. Yeah. And... Uh, they have, I mean, it's all going to be in, I, presumably it's going to be all in the algorithms they write, and, 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 you know, it's all, it's all based on just scope, so, how it renders these planets, and how you discover things, and all those kinds of things, but I hope it's not like Endless Ocean or something like that, where it's like a game that's literally about exploration, which was, and I like Endless Ocean, yeah, yeah. but yeah. like, that game was just about seeing, mm-hmm. not doing, and so, there's game. There's a room and space for any kind of game. There's just room and space for a game like that. But I hope that that's not what that is because PlayStation is behind this game. Um, they're gonna look very silly if they got behind this game and supported this game and, and threw everything behind this game, gave them a marquee treatment at their at their conferences right, and stuff. Right, that right, ends up right, not right. being this great thing. That's why I'm confident that it is because they must know. Yeah, uh-huh. they would, they, yeah exactly. They want to get behind it. If yeah, garbage. I've been having this problem where I am complaining about something and I don't really have an answer. Of like what it is I even want from it. Like I don't even know what I want. From the thing is, game. is that's not your job to tell you that. Yeah, you know. True. So I mean, it's it's. They have, and I sure, I'm sure as the year rolls on, and this year we're going to see more about the game. We saw a little bit about it, yeah, at PSX about the zooming out, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that was the first time I ever There's really a little bit of shooting too when they're flying one of the, the yeah, one of the spaces. Yeah, it seemed accelerated, like yeah, yeah. you know, like kind of like a time lapse sure. look at the game. But I'm interested in that game too. It was the same way I felt about the Witness before I saw the Witness, which was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of understood it when you sat down with it. So hopefully we get, and that's another game that's just like I don't know what the hell's going yeah, on. Yeah. That game. Um, that was supposed to be like a launch game for PS4, or like, or that's how they positioned it. Then they were it slowly took yeah, it away. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll get answers on that soon because mm-hmm. I'm 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 super intrigued about the game. Yeah, you know, like because yeah. I'm not excited. About, like people are stoked about that game. I don't really don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm like it really more like curious even about even if like it is just going to planets and finding them, and then they pop up on Tim's or I get to a planet and Tim already discovered it. It's like that could be chill, like just flying around. But yeah, like, chill, yeah. but chill in the same way that flow is chill or something. Like that. That's sure. not a game you. That's certainly not a game that's going to require marquee treatment at right, right, right. At yeah. PSX. You know, you gotta like there's there's got to be. My heart tells me that there's that's ten percent of the game. That like there's all this crap in the game. Yeah. That I don't mean crap in the bad. I know, there's you know, things to do. Lots of stuff to do. Yeah. yeah so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Now another another thing we were talking about earlier with delays. Like that's that's my biggest concern with stuff. But but with Nintendo specifically, it's there's nothing to delay besides Zelda. I want them to announce some stuff, and that's my biggest worry with them in general is that there's Zelda. And then there's Yoshi. What else? The Yosh. The Yosh. Yosh. I don't know. Yeah, they have to figure it out. They need some new announcements. And I'm worried that we're not going to get them. Like, I'm worried that Mario, the 3D Mario is not going to be announced this year. And that's going to be very upsetting. Yeah, presumably they have, like, Mario Maker and, like, some other stuff. But these are not, these are, again, not AAA, like, Temple games. I'm interested in that, too. But that's always been their MO. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I think people that, like you, that know Nintendo and understand Nintendo, that's just the way it is. Yeah. And... I'm, you know, the the important thing with delays, no matter what they come, who who does them is, is it worth it? And can you see the results? Yeah. I think the order is a great example of that. I think the order was a mess when that game was released or revealed. Yeah. I, I was there. I tried to tell people, you know, and then no one believed me until they saw the footage I saw. And we're like, you're absolutely right. This game is in bad shape. Yeah. 
and that game was supposed to go out in the fall, and Sony didn't have anything this fall, mm-hmm. except for Drive Club, which was a disaster, and Little Big Planet, which is also on PS3. So they actually punted their really important AAA game into the next year yeah. in order to make it better. And we, as every time we've played it and seen it, it's been better. And we yep. played it at PSX. That game was really good. Yeah, I'm you know, and, that. and like. Ready Thorn's very capable, and they and they and they 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 took that time and they took that you know because they've been working on the game for a long time. It'll be almost five years by the time the game comes out. Um, the engine's perfect. It's beautiful. It's 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 very cinematic. But the gameplay was awesome, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. I like third-person cover shooters. Yeah. You know? it reminds yeah. me of uh, like Vanquish or like back in the day Kill Switch. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so is the delay getting you a better product? And can you see that demonstrably from either you know not everyone gets to play games like we do early or whatever but are you seeing it in the coverage are you seeing yeah, it in the yeah, impressions yeah. of people you trust then you gauge it based on that and so I think that if Nintendo needs more Nintendo's the company where if they need more time I trust that they oh, yeah, more time. Sure. there are other companies where I'm like well how are you using your time you know Naughty Dog did great things in six weeks not everyone's going to be able to do that some, team, yeah. some teams like Arkham the Arkham guys at Rocksteady need six months mm-hmm. um, so I, I think the delays will slow down I think the fruit of the delay issue this year is the spring and that's why it's so exciting like right. hopefully that doesn't happen again all these games are crunched into february march april mm-hmm. um so yeah hopefully that doesn't happen come again and they kind of stagger out from there yep ladies and gentlemen thank you for watching the kind of funny games cast this is the first episode of many 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 more to come and i want to know all at least 10 of your thoughts on, on this episode and what you want going forward how we can improve what we can do better and um i also want to thank you guys yeah, Thanks no problem. Uh, thank you. It was a lot of fun. It's fun yeah, to talk about fun. games. I like finally. Doing this yeah. Things. yeah, this is our new job. Impressive. Support us on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Yeah, yeah, thank you for all your support. Watch us talk every day at Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games. Mm-hmm. And also iTunes, SoundCloud. If you look for Kind of Funny or Kind of Funny Games for the this stuff and our other stuff, sure, that would be fancy. You can just go to kindoffunny.com and there's links to everything. Bam, you're yeah, overwhelmed. Just yeah. go to kindoffunny.com. Yeah. Because they're right now, they're freaking out. They have their pen. They're where trying do to I go? Write they're, notes. Where do I go? And they're, they're on driving the phone. their FedEx van. Yeah. They're yeah. trying to do yeah. it on their phone. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, just... the other thing to keep in mind is that the schedule for this show is the same as the Game of Ready show. So, topic by topic. Yep. Topic by topic. Monday through Thursday. Full episode Friday. New episode and last episode Friday. Same rigmarole that you guys are used to. Get it early getting, at Patreon. Yeah. Get it early That's there. Fun. Get it early everywhere. It's awesome. Until next week. Thank you.